Todd, Steve, Ash, what are you guys doing hiding? And why are you holding bananas? Are you guys doing a From Dust Till Dawn parody? Do you guys want to see From Dust Till Dawn instead? What do you think? Whatever. Just don't get any banana on the floor. The YMM, FMA, and YMM podcast present From Dusk Till Dawn. Featuring the worldwide premiere of Hyperphotonic Media's cover. Do you have what it takes to survive another film fear? Hey folks, Toski here, uh, gonna give you some more lowdown on what we got going on in our world, uh, and then we're gonna get you right into the, uh, show this week, so, first and foremost, uh, Fort McMurray Reads is back for 2013, August 25th, show starts at 5pm down at Mac Island, uh, Tito and I are gonna be hosting, uh, the panel this year, uh, it's got some great community leaders uh, with, that's going to be defending some amazing uh, pieces of literature. Uh, so definitely come on out. It's free. So come on out, support the Fort Murray Public Library. Uh, all the details of who's going to be there as well as what books they're going to be defending is up at ymmpodcast.com slash events. Go check it out for sure. Uh, later on that week uh, is another Fort McMurray Filmmakers Association meeting, August 28th, 8 p.m. start time at the Bob Lamb Building, room 234. Uh, we got a meeting and a workshop. Uh, we're going to be, Tito is actually going to take us through uh, some editing uh, trip, uh, tricks and tips uh, using Adobe Premiere. So we got an hour of editing a workshop that he's going to lead, and then we got another hour of we're just going to have some discussion on you know, what kind of projects are happening in the region, what ch- people, what challenges people are facing, and just have a good old chat session. So come on down, August 28th, 8 p.m. Uh, all details for that session are at ymmfma.com. Moving into September, uh, Arkham Rising is going to be at Edmonton Expo. This is really fun. We can't wait because uh, we're going to be hosting a panel there. Uh, Fan Films and Filmmaking is the panel name. Uh, it's going to be myself, Tito, uh, Steve, Ashley. Uh, we're going to check out uh, Arkham Rising, and then we're going to talk about uh, the whole process. Uh, so definitely come on out. Edmonton Expo runs September 28th and 29th. Uh, our panel is on the 28th, I believe, at 2 p.m. Uh, but get passes for the full weekend. Uh, it's a great time. Support the Edmonton geek scene. Uh, all details for that is, that, of course, at ymanpodcast.com, as well as edmontonexpo.com. Uh, and definitely go grab some passes and come check out our panel. Then, as you just heard, uh, Film Fear is coming back in October. It's our third annual Halloween event. This year, we're going to be screening from dusk till dawn. It's can't wait it's going to be amazing uh check out our parody trailer that we did for uh, premiered at the uh, interplay film festival uh, that's up at uh, youtube.com slash wyman podcast uh so can't wait to bring that one back more details are going to come with that one further down uh and it's going to be an absolute blast uh definitely subscribe to our youtube channel uh, youtube again youtube.com slash wyman podcast uh we got 
Dust Till Dawn trailer up there. All the stuff from this year's Interplay Film Festival from the 48-hour uh, competition are up on there. And you can see some red carpet shenanigans as well. It's an absolute uh, great time we had, and we got to see some of it on the channel. So subscribe, share, uh, definitely hit us up. Go to uh, the fa- uh, facebook.com slash Podcast. Also, facebook.com slash YMMFMA. Uh, the Fort Murray Filmmaker Association. We got some photos from the Interplay Film Festival, some photos from Netflix that just happened. Uh, go follow them. Follow them both on Twitter at YMM Podcast, at YMM FMA, and of course, send us emails. Show at YMMPodcast.com. Uh, talk to us, hit us back with what you think uh, about our upcoming events, and be sure to uh, check everything out. So let's just jump right into this week's episode. Uh, we got a lot of Interplay stuff. Uh, the first hour, you'll hear uh, me and Tito just did a separate podcast about the Interplay Film Festival. We talk about all the films. Uh, we talk about our thoughts. Uh, but instead of just releasing that on its own, uh, I waited until after the Interplay weekend so I could kind of release everything together. Because right after you hear me and Tito talk about the Film Fest, uh, it's me, Steve Ash, and Matt Salem comes back to the table uh, to talk about the Interplay weekend itself. Uh, we go into a bit of review of the plays. Uh, we talk about Netflix, what happened down there, uh, and we just talk about uh, the great job that Events in Buffalo did, and uh, yeah, you get to hear our thoughts on that. So let's, without further ado, let's just jump right into episode 78, uh, The Beauty of the Islands. You'll hear where that came from. All right, check it out. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast, and before I do anything, make sure I'm recording on the right one. Okay. One take, Todd. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Totsky. Tito. Welcome. It's just us, man. It's been fucking two... Classic, what are the... Classic Double Digest, Totsky and Tito. Remember when they used to repackage the Archie comics and like those those bigger, like smaller books, like Double Digest? It was like the old Archie comics. But they'd repackage, like, it's a new one, July of 1994. And it's like, oh, it's a new Archie. They'd give you one new story and then just, like, tons of old stories from, like, the past. Really? Is, yeah, that, never... is that how Archie went so long as it has? Oh, it's still going right yeah. now, too, yeah. It's in 80 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that I mean, you like, originally it was, like, a, reg- a, a normal comic book, right? like a 32-page comic. Yeah. And, uh, but but since then, you never you never read those when you I've were I've never kid? been in Archie. Oh, we used to be, like, so big in that Archie when I was a kid. is Simpsons parodies. When I when I was a kid, like for there was like you know how kids go through phases. There was like marbles and pogs and interesting. <laughs> We've been on pog cake lately. Yeah, and um, 
So Archies were popular for a while, and I remember around the same time it was like it, I, you would buy Archies because they were the cheap ones because you couldn't get Ninja Turtles Digest, and Ninja Turtles Digest was um, a big like uh, it was like small small book, right? It was like almost like Reader's Digest, right? Yeah. But but it was like uh, those things weren't small at all. Man. No, I know there was like a lot of pages, and that yeah. was the whole thing. It was like you could sneak them and read in class without the teacher noticing. Put them like inside the textbook. <laughs> oh, Jughead, <laughs> you can't fit that many burgers in your mouth. Like it was it was literally that. But like the cool kids had Ninja Turtle Digest because they cost a bit more and it, what it was it was like publication prints of um, Ninja Turtle stories and I believe Archie had the rights to Ninja Turtles for a short while yeah they were they like fucking messed up well it was like it was interesting because like there were like there were Ninja Turtles comics that were like serious like it yeah, was yeah, time travel stuff no but, the, no but even after they did like they did this whole time travel thing where like Donatello loses an eye and shit it was like super dark and then Archie <laughs> the yeah and then Archie did like a run of Ninja Turtles comics but they were more based on like the TV show and the toys <laughs> Turtles so it was like Riven this Dale, week right? it's like this week Raphael has to have his uh, bicycle sportswear on so that you can buy the toy but he's in an adventure about it for some reason right I want to see fucking uh, I want to see the Jughead and Raphael conversation. I really do. That would be pretty awesome. I remember uh, my buddy uh, Ryan used to joke around about how like they, they had historical t- American history turtles and one of them was like Confederate Raphael. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, it's kind of hilarious because you're just like, so racist so, Raphael. Exactly, that's exactly. It's like, so he's pro-slavery? Is that <laughs> and I remember there was like, um, uh, th- there was the Confederates and what were the <laughs> the blacks like? We ain't much different. What, what, were the, what were the blue coats called again? The uh, the Lincoln's forces. Uh, North, United the, the, yeah, Union. The Union. The U- Union for it. And that was yeah. like that was like I believe like Leonardo or something, right? So <laughs> Leonardo and Raph, man. Yeah, and it, and it was like Cowboy enemies. Michelangelo and uh, uh, Prospector Donatello. <laughs> I see Donatello on one of those fucking uh, whatever uh, Artemis Gordon. Creed. Has anyone seen my bow staff? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, good wow, times. Okay, see, so- see, folks, this is what you're missing out on when it's the group of us. See, like, well, now I got some fucking mission to. I'm see, try Matt Landry, to- are you happy? <laughs> you're getting what you want. Yeah, see, it's always just like I'd rather just, I'd rather just you and Tito <laughs> fuck everyone else. Well, we want to talk about the weekend that was. Mm-hmm. It was- well, we're technically. We're already in, in Interplay now, but we just passed the Interplay Film Festival weekend, which marks our third anniversary of doing the festival. How do you feel about it? They still it? haven't fired us. <laughs> oh, how they've tried and how they're sure they're like, fuck, they um, coming back. I'm really happy with how it went this year, actually. I, like, I, I know that you and I have had discussions about the path forward and my path has always been make it bigger make it bigger make it like stand on its own right and well it's we get the whole weekend like pretty much I don't want to say we get the weekend to ourselves because it very much is an interplay weekend but this way it worked out it's always the opposite of the big weekend right like the big weekends this weekend like we're recording on Thursday now and once again I don't know man I, I would make the argument that like the that we did the kickoff yeah and like the kickoff is uh, like it was, it was. It's interesting because that's actually why. And when we get to the list, um, why I programmed the first movie as as as, as uh, what it was. Most film festivals they start off with a really strong opening movie. Mm-hmm. What they do is like this is our inaugural movie for the film festival. And like what you try to do is like get a movie that embodies what you're trying to do. So uh, that's why uh, I wanted to put uh, Homesick front and center because it's it's uh, by a local artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. really like the spirit of what we're trying to. Do with the film festival. We gotta get into our story about what happened during Homesick too, because it was fucking priceless. We, we went out for Shaw there. 
What it, we, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah the interview. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. The, uh, well, it was obviously we, we plan these things. Well, we plan these things quite a few uh, few months in advance. And obviously we have an idea of what we're doing before we, we get in there. But this year was definitely different for the fact that we've already formed well, the Film Association. Yeah. And so what happened was um, one night um, Ashes was in her bedroom on her laptop and Todd snuck in through the the window behind her with a stapler and put it to the back of her head. <laughs> it's like he's like, "Who are you?" It's like someone who will rattle the cages. And so, uh, but there's only two of you. There's now five. Yeah, now we're five. <laughs> I stumbled yeah. out of the yeah, stumbled out of the window. <laughs> um, no, um, uh, yeah. So we uh, earlier this year. We formed the Fort McMurray Filmmakers Association, and that actually came. Up, I don't know if people know the genesis of it, but that actually came about because I think of the fact that did an origin story. Well, it, it's uh, it's all about the fact that, like, so as most people now know, you and I make movies, and we, you know, it started with us just like making a robot out of cardboard boxes <laughs> that I was too fat to put on. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 like, and then like. Bit by bit, we started getting people to help us, and as as we started making more and more movies, we started noticing people coming to us, asking us to help them with their movies. And we want to, like we we we, and we have to an extent helped as many people as we can, but we were only two people. Well, yeah, and that's why, like, as f- during the opening night of, of Interplay this year, uh, like the first night of the film festival, they're like, "You got to do up and get to do a speech, right?" And I'm here, sitting here writing like this fucking ten minute long epilogue. Yeah. This is going to be like this is going to be our whole, our whole history, and then I end up not yeah. fucking uh, using a thing of what I wrote. But what I was going to do is is essentially uh, fucking the IFF, the Interplay Film Festival, paved the way for the Filmmakers Association. Our roots are embedded. Uh, our nonprofit roots of the film association is embedded into Vincent Buffalo and Interplay. Yeah. For the sole fact is the Interplay Film Festival was pretty much our first week, uh, first event we did me and you as a podcast. Yeah. Um, we did it. That of course the Interplay Film Festival led into Film Fear, which is pretty much our second uh, event that we do every year. Yep. And we started doing these film events that people started getting interested. Like I'll never forget Richard, who was I think it was at our first Film Fear that said, yep. "This is incredible of what you guys are doing. It's like a fava in Fort McMurray." Mm-hmm. And I only know fava from what. You you said and yeah. I'm like fuck that's that's pretty incredible little do we know a year and a half later we're like fuck it let's make let's make our actual officials Alberta Society's yeah, so we're I mean suffice to say we're still kind of growing and and right now we're we're doing events but our goal is to like I said um, we we want to help everyone make their movies so basically it's it's one thing to do do something for them like do them favors here and there yeah, yeah. but it's a, another thing to teach them entirely so to that end one of our mandates as the filmmaking association is to try to educate people as well as give them the tools and um hopefully hopefully cross your fingers and this is where we kind of need the community's help in the sense that like we're our goal is to kind of justify having the expenditures to get equipment so that we can rent, out uh, rent it out to our people at a reasonable like instead of someone borrowing my camera and me taking the risk of them breaking it <laughs> they can rent a camera and then if they break it it's like the insurance can take instead over instead of Tito having a sleepless week <laughs> you yeah. can actually have an official rental uh, rental process with more importantly with insurance, though insurance right we saw one of the re, uh, one of the cooler aspects about what we're doing is uh, some of the forty eight hour teams were formed from people that networked at our our meetings. Uh, Russell Thomas did a really good blog post on our very first meeting, and our very first meeting was fucking magic. I think is about fifty people in that room. It was hotter than fucking hell, uh, and no one wanted to leave because everyone just wanted to talk. I know yeah. Tito was just like, "Okay, I got some five videos planned because all it fails. No one says a bloody word. And we just watch those videos. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. No one saw a lick of your fucking videos. Yeah. I think that's a good thing." Right? 
great because yeah. everyone was talking to each other. And and to me, I think that we found out that there is really a drive in this community for filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So thus, the filmmaking association is born, and thus our first fucking uh, event as the association. Of course, the podcast is always in the background. Because yeah, well, I same mean, goddamn people. Well, it's interesting because we had the meetings, and I think the uh, the meetings and. Uh, I think because we're now the association, that's what made the film festival that much better this year. I mean, well, yeah, it's not just two guys with mics to like podcast. This guy swears a lot. Who the fuck is this mm-hmm. guy? Right? And all of a sudden, it's like, oh wow, they're actually a registered nonprofit. Maybe we should listen to what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, it just I, makes me mad even talking. About it. <laughs> I would just uh, I would like to take that this uh, opportunity to basically say thank you to Steve and Ash and Misty who have essentially kind of. Legitimized our voices, right? I mean, uh, tenfold. Uh, well, I mean, outside of that, I mean, without their help, we're just two guys making pretend, right? So, <laughs> two guys just bullshitting the way. No, but the it's world. it's very much like the Planeteers. We all bring in an, an element. I'm not even joking. I I, I strongly feel that we all Earth, Wind. <laughs> yeah, Earth, no, we we all have fat. our talents. We, we all have our talents, and together we kind of like we're 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 fists. No, I always use that Avengers quote just because it's so fucking cliche where it's like, yeah, sure, we're, what does he say? Yeah, sure, we're not the most functional, or sure, we're not the most functional group, but we get by when we can. I can't fucking remember what Tony Stark says. <laughs> we, but, had, we had some problems starting out. Starting nah, out. it's just, it's, like any, like any close-knit a group of five, we're always mm. going to have our disagreements, but the point is, we put on a big <laughs> smile and then we go out there. <laughs> no, no, it's true. Uh, so, uh, I can't thank, uh the rest of the association members enough because they really did an amazing job this year and i think it's it's why the event was as good as it as it was this year and i think it was a vast improvement and and i'm really looking forward to next year um uh because of it so bigger better man one of the big things this year we'll we'll start it right off is with the first weekend before even the the film weekend one of the big things that we love from the from the get-go and we saw it really take shape was the 48-hour film challenge yeah it's kind of become the jewel of the uh of the crown that is the film festival, right? No, everyone dug the 48 hour. It was always the highly contested. It's always been the most talked about. Uh, it's always been the most interactive. So this year, we all decided that we should make it the British headliner, make it the most money, make it the last the last award on the awards night, and, yeah. and just make it the, the best one. And, and it, it delivered, I think. Oh yeah, big, big time. And um, yeah, I mean, I think I think part of that part of the reason it, it did so well is because of the fact that like. Because we have so many people that we, who's who's instinct, who's who we sparked interest with, uh, with the meeting of the, of the association meetings, yeah, and they all made teams and they all came together and yeah, and they all competed. So and it, it, there's a stark, like sharp, sharp, like increase in quality of films this year. Go to the podcast YouTube and YouTube.com/slash/podcast. You'll see the 2011 entries, the 2012, and then now the 2013s yeah. are up there. Watch them in order. They're only six minutes each. It's, and, and even the winter reel stuff is on there. You yeah. can see such a noticeable difference. It's incredible, man. I absolutely yeah. fucking uh, I love think, it. I think what it, it, what it, what it means is that, uh, uh, like I, I would venture to say that uh, next year, like the like a lot of these films are going to be a lot like really well polished. Like, Absolutely, you know what I mean? and just put put more more emphasis on it. Like, well, like, if we continue doing stuff through the association, right? Well, absolutely, it's still helping doing them the, polish their work. Still right? doing the workshops, still doing the, the focus mm-hmm. on how to make, how to survive in these challenges. Yeah, and, and again, like, uh, and make it more prize money. That's my goal too. Yeah, and my, like, and my whole thing behind it is like 
there the talent is there right all you all they really need is like the conduit right like yeah. they, they need basically to learn so, i mean and it's interesting seeing like the differences in like the 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 films themselves there's some that are very strongly written and just miss that little bit of polish yeah. others have amazing polish but might need a little bit of better writing right and but they're all so very close right no that's very true man and even this year we had the one team with eight people it's just like one of these years we're only gonna have one team enter and it's gonna be like a fucking no. cast of like fifty. It is like no, an yeah. amazing thing to see. <laughs> Hometown the musical. <laughs> no, um, six minute short film, forty dollars. What, what I uh, what I noticed was uh, actually that that happened with uh, our group in Edmonton as well. And what we ended up doing is because of it that it, it actually causes you to break away from the group because then you're and and nothing that not that you have anything against the the group that you're with or whatever. You're just like you just say okay, well we we clearly can all have really great ideas so. So this just means that I can learn from my group and then next year I can compete on my own, right? With, you know, because li- because a lot of people come together because they, they don't feel confident in their skills and stuff, right? Well, it's so. true. And all it takes is one, you to work on one challenge mm-hmm. to get the feel of it. And all yeah. of a sudden you're like, fuck, I can take this off myself. Yeah. The um, So this year, let's talk about the 40 hour f- uh, film challenge this year. Six team entered. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fucking uh, uh, elements were... Decided on a flight uh, from Denver to Fort Mac. Well, uh, oh no, that's a lie. No, nope, it was decided yeah. again, and and uh, I think people need to know this because I think it's kind of I think people need credit where credit is due, and so essentially one of the things that we felt a little bit melancholy because it's part of the sacrifice of what you do, right? So in other words, for example, like myself and Todd can't compete in the forty-eight hour. We wish we could. We like we might we might in the future do it for fun and not be able to be but not yeah for, not compete, eligible not for, not win awards because yeah. of the fact that we're facilitating the community in in doing it and and I I see no problem with that because I mean not to sound kind of uh, pretentious uh, pretentious about it but like I'm aspiring for higher higher ground right and and so should the filmmakers that are competing compete in these 48 hours i feel they have the talent to aspire to submit to like uh international film festivals because i think they actually have the talent and, and oh, hell yeah. yeah so um so uh what i'm getting at is so you and i can't compete right and and unfortunately that also means like uh ash and steve who have competed before so um uh, what i was gonna say is okay me and you kind of differ on that one it, it's where you Aspire like we're pushing for the international stuff like that. Me and this is I don't know. Call it self consciousness. Call it under. I think you always say totally undervalues himself. But to me, I just think Jesus Christ, there's a lot more talented people out there than me. Like look at some of these fucking actors. Don't get me wrong, I love acting and I'll always give it a shot as the best of my abilities. But Jesus, there's some awesome, out, awesome, so many awesome people out there that I really enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. That I love doing the facilitating for the sole fact to give them a shot to shine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I would. Lo- I absolutely love doing this, doing what we do for the sole fact that I get such a kick out of it. I feel like I'm getting all the all the what do they call it? all the the all the goodness out of it because i get to see all these people grow fucking uh get 10 times better than what they were when we first saw them 10 times better than me like just i just watching i get pleasure out of that right seriously i just start masturbating to it and it's fucking great <laughs> creepy uh no but i mean that, that that kind of suits kind of what you what you are and is and that is like an event planner and a producer right so like you're you're the you're the one that like you like to see things develop right yeah. whereas and I was gonna say like people like myself Steve and Ash are more those the people that develop things yeah. right yeah. so um and and in ter- and in terms of that like at the same time we have Missy Oaks who's a very talented actress I've worked Absolutely. with her a couple of times now hope to work with her with a lot in a lot of future projects uh I, I even if she 
I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> she, she doesn't does, want to. <laughs> she, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't have a say in it on this uh, by this point. But but um, uh, but yeah, and, and and unfortunately it means that like there's a potential conflict of interest right now this year for those of you that don't already know, um, we had uh, separate judges just like last year. So Todd and I aren't judges. However, for the 48 hour, we came, we came up with the ideas. And so the idea was <laughs> we needed uh, so that things could be fair. We wanted to make sure that, say, for example, someone wanted to use Misty in their team. Misty couldn't be privy to what we were be we were doing. So yeah. we left it for the very last minute. And uh, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, uh, so what we ended up doing this year was our line was keep calm and blank on to be filled out by the teams. Uh, the blank, that is. Uh, the location was an ice cream store. And the object was a pair of magic glasses. Look at Tito's Instagram. He actually posts how how the fucking magic happens and how yeah. we come up with these fucking uh, how we come up with these elements. And it quite literally, is a text message going. Uh, so, what are the elements? And it's literally his answer. It's like, all right, let's fuck shit up this year. And he gives those three, and then it's just my response: love it, right? Because it, it's fucking gold. Seriously, mm-hmm. I, it's funny because. All these people would come and tell me. I think I mentioned it on on the podcast last week. We got a little bit in-depth with the 48 Hour. All these people would tell me about how they have a story written. And in my head, I'm like, no, that's not how it works. So we're going to do everything we can to really throw a kink. If you sit there and have a script ready, because that's not how you do it. And to me, just like I said last week to Nolan and Matt, to me... Having like going into the film or the the forty eight hour challenge without something written and just going with the fucking elements, you get something ten times better than to me. Is something that you I think so too. Written, I honestly think so too. And I think we kind of saw force it. We saw the we saw the problem with that when we did uh, this year's uh, winter play. We gave people a lot of time, and what happens when you have too much time? It's one of those things without a deadline. You're kind of just sitting on stuff for a while. I'll change this, and it's like what is it like that you learn in school? Your first answer is always the right one usually, and then you change. And you fuck it all up. Well, it, it, and honestly, it's 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 a good technique for for all aspects of filmmaking, especially for writers. If you're a writer, giving give, making forcing you to write something on the fly, it really gets your creative juices going, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, we announced the elements. The fucking reactions down in front of the piano are priceless. Uh, and fucking nine o'clock on that Friday, people were off and running, which is another change that we did instead of the fucking midnight bullshit. I don't know what the hell we were trying to prove with that, yeah. but the uh, the nine to nine forty eight hours seems to work. So, out. and and one of the things we did this year was we had the forty eight hour competition a week before the festival. That's right. That's right. So the week ahead of the actual film festival, we had the, all the teams do their entries. Uh, everyone submitted, which always is a good thing to see. I don't mm-hmm. like it when teams register and then and then back out. And we actually had one team uh, prove that point where they wanted to make sure they were they entered something, which was yeah. I'm very, I'm, I'm very proud of the uh, of that team actually because that's you know what it, it, it's uh, I forget who I, th- I want to say it's Oscar Wilde I might be wrong it might be um, uh, Oscar Wilde or another uh, a great American author what's his name um, I don't want to say T S Eliot it's not T S Eliot it's uh, what's his name White Mustache really famous American writer he wrote uh, Huckleberry Finn it's on oh, like, fuck. Um, T- Mark. Mark Twain? Mark Twain, yeah. So Mark Twain uh, was quoted in saying that the fastest uh, the uh, or uh, yeah, the fastest way of doing something is to do it. So in other words, it's yeah, yeah. Y- you know what I mean? Get it done. Yeah, just do it. You know what Release I mean? Release it, finish it, the, learn the, from it. Everything everything that you do with, that's not you doing an action is a waste of time. And people say, well, no, you got to think up the ideas. Write them down. Yeah. Um, one person that uh, 
that I really uh, I, I really admire the way he comes up and formulates ideas is actually um, I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning this uh, Russell Thomas yeah if you notice when when you're talking with him he takes but he draws drawings and stuff yeah and that's, that's his note taking and that's awesome. the thing it's like it might not seem like you're doing work it might seem like you're doodling but really you're what you're doing is you're putting pen to paper and you're 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 releasing those ideas from your head you're letting them you're letting them take shape and you might not even realize what shape they're taking without going into too many details uh, a person at work i got into an argument about that where it's like i'm getting sick of these people just not doing any work i'm like well, what made you think they're not doing any work well they're sitting there doodling and like they're sitting there with their arms folded and i'm just like how many times have I sat there really deep in thought trying to figure out how to word an email and I'm either doodling or I'm either have my arms cross, like cross folded mm-hmm. and just focused like you cannot dictate what a person's thinking just by looking at them yeah I think that just goes through so many fucking layers of after school special mottos right so yeah and, and ultimately you know it comes down to what I was saying about uh Filmmaking, uh, how I really got into it was, you know, someone just, you know, I said, well, my response was, well, I'm not a, a not a good, not, I'm not a filmmaker like you are, and his quite, and his reply to it was simply like, well, you are, you're not, hello, <laughs> you're just not Do, uh, the level, the level yet. of filmmaker that you that you want to be at. So ultimately, it comes down to um, doing it. Like, so do the work. And and any of these filmmakers that have been uh, that have been in the forty eight hours will tell you, it's like you don't have time to waste. And and you and it's interesting because that's how you learn how to work. I think it's a really good tool on learning social interaction too. Because by nature, a lot of people that that are creative aren't very social. So you're put in a situation where you're just kind of like. Uh, you, you know, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're you have conflicting ideas, but you know the truth is like uh, a lot a lot of getting stuff done is compromising. It's true, and you that's something I mean? I'm slowly learning. <laughs> no, it, 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 but the thing is, like you you Especially have to, now the five of us calling shots, and you have yeah, but you have to give people a shot, right? Yeah, you yeah. have to you have to realize that they're bringing something new to the table, and that could be that could be a very good thing. I think I think we've said it on this podcast before too. I think it was what was it Calgary Expo where Stephen Ash went down on behalf of the podcast. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the first time where it wasn't me or you doing something with something that we essentially created. And I'm, I'm not saying, like, I regret that whatsoever. It's like expand- so You're saying that I regret it completely? No, no, no. <laughs> it's, just, it's just expanding the podcast with, to, with Ash and Steve is, like, the best move probably we've ever done. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like, mm-hmm. especially with the YMMFMA with Misty as well. Yeah. It's just it's, learn to let go is what people say, and it's something that yeah. you, you well, learn as you go, right? And, and, and I, I had kind of that experience when we were doing what uh, – well, we'll get into it in about night three, but yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Do we want yeah, to so 48 Hour, uh, we talked to Nolan and Matt during the last podcast. They gave some insight on the competition. Definitely go have a listen to that one. Uh, it's definitely a pretty cool show, uh, especially now that you can watch the f- submissions they're talking about online and then hear what they have to say about it. Um, we're definitely going to talk about it more. So they we get all the submissions Sunday night. Everyone submits their uh, entries. We got all six teams. We're off and running. We got judges. Big thank you to John Tupper, Amanda Richardson, and Krista Balsam from YMA Magazine. Uh, they were our judges this year, and uh, a real big kudos to them because, once again... It wasn't uh, easy. It, it, no, it couldn't have been easy. Uh, we had lots of entries this year. They, they did the film festival entries, or the main festival entries, on top of the uh, 48 Hour. And we expanded our awards uh, uh, categories, too, just to kind of... Uh, Differentiate because how the hell could you judge best film between a feature, a documentary, and a fucking short film, right? So now we kind of evened it out. What do we have? We had best short film narrative, mm-hmm. best short film documentary, mm-hmm. best feature film narrative, best feature film documentary, uh, best uh, uh, music video, director, actor, actress, uh, eight awards. Yeah. Yep. 
Let's go into the <laughs> let's, let's go into the film festival as it was. All right. Friday night, night one. You started all the programming as you usually do, and as a great job that you do. Take us through the frame of mind of what you were going through. Uh, well, I titled each Incense of the sense burning. They had the whole Zen. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was very little Zen. More like, is this it? Is this all we're? <laughs> is this all we have? Because I really want to fucking do this. Yeah, we, have uh, we, we need uh, one of the one of the lessons learned, and and we've been saying it for a couple of years now is uh, the deadline needs to be a lot. Like we need a month to decide because it, it's not making. Why like, is it like? Is it a filmmaker's thing? Like I know we don't do it when we submit, but we had ninety five percent of our entries come in within like the last two days, three days. Yeah, creative people aren't good for deadlines. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So even with a month in advance, you still think we'll just get everything on the last day? Oh, I'm sure. We'll and be. even some after the deadline, uh, it might be right. And then we could we could just say say you know the, no, you didn't get in, but we're taking your money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um uh yeah no uh through with the programming uh, I guess particularly this year we had a number of features this year and that our kind of highest, changed the game entirely yeah. our highest number we only had one I think from the last two years so uh, Scott Green and Marty Hayes and uh, Love Hate was uh, the last year right that's right yeah, that's yeah. right the, uh, so that threw a wrench into things hmm. well not necessarily a wrench it just, it, it just means that there wasn't as many shorts as before right that's true so um, night one we opened it up with uh, Homesick which I mentioned a little bit earlier uh, Cody Bounce, uh, we screened the preview for that movie last year at last year's uh, film festival, and uh, it's a really good movie, actually. Um, 20 minutes long about, and uh, basically the story about a girl just finishing high school, and basically she's at an impasse in life, and, uh, you know, it's just like a lot of people feel that high school is kind of like the be-all, end-all, and they don't realize that, like... Life only starts after high school, <laughs> really, right? So, yeah. yeah. So it's a really, it was a really good story, really well told. Um, I, uh, like I said, we weren't the judges. I felt that that uh, Cody's film deserved uh, some sort of recognition for, uh, for uh, I think um, for, uh, and I'm not taking anything away from who won the awards. I'm just saying that like, I like there was really great acting, uh, really good directing, amazingly shot. Yeah, uh, I would I would venture to say that maybe in the future we might want to consider a cinematography award as well. Well, we're definitely going to look at expanding the awards. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we will get to the Oscars level by the time yeah. we're fucking <laughs> finished with this. But uh, best original sound, <laughs> best YMM award. Yeah, uh, no, it. it Cody, uh, you know my thoughts. I, I think I've said about your films before. Uh, I actually love watching them. To me, you're right from the heart, and I think that's very critical. It always mm-hmm. has a, a profound spot with me. Um, watched, I got the, I had the pleasure of watching your film from my computer screen because during the actual film festival, uh, as soon as we kicked it off, Shaw TV wanted to have a, a chat with us. Yeah. So uh, me and Tito head outside just as your film was screening, and this is where the fun took place. Uh, so for those of you, spoiler alert, <laughs> fair enough. Cody's, Cody's movie has sexual content. My An entire of, scene around it. My kind of film. Yeah, and, and while uh, Todd was doing his interview, uh, that scene was happening, <laughs> and uh, Shaw couldn't help but mention, it's like, what kind of film festival is this? And I was like, porn. Yeah. <laughs> this is a porn film festival. Yeah. So was, intercourse film festival, it was really. Intercourse. The, uh, <laughs> the, yeah, literally Jordan from Shaw, she was, we were getting ready for the shot. We were just doing a film festival promo or podcast promo or something, and literally it was that scene, and it's quite loud in the theater, right? So like she's, as she's getting her fucking camera set up she's looking she's like what kind of film festival is this <laughs> i said porn ha 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 and she's just like so was everyone just in there like really enjoying themselves like, 
Oh yeah. Can, can I go in? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll check it out. So that was kind of a, a, a funny moment because then, of course, it took us a million and a half years just to get a couple spots done. Yeah, that was followed by uh, magnesium. That had everyone in tears, man. Yeah, everyone was fucking crying. Very powerful storytelling on that one. Um, basically, it's about a gymnast and a very difficult. Well, I guess she doesn't see it as difficult, but a, a choice no. she had to make, right? Oh, she it had to have been difficult. It's just what what do you end up with, right? Well, exactly, right? So you just go hard or go home. I guess is what the <laughs> yeah. attitude is. I get. It. Uh, so that had everyone crying. So everyone, yeah. a- that was followed by one more night, which uh, uh, ended up being one of our winners. Uh, Best short film and, and also best actress. best actress, yeah, yeah, for Whitney, yeah. Um, I thought it was I thought it was really well done. I it was an it, interesting concept because at first yeah. I thought like uh, following it, I'm like they're a couple. Oh, for yeah. a spoiler, whatever. The uh, they're a couple, and then Rich, she says that. So I'm moving in with so and so, and you can hear the theater just go, <gasps> or you know what I mean. So and just yeah. to hear that audible sound, it means like all these people were actually really really into this film, and I fucking love that, man. Yeah, people uh, were really invested in it. Uh, so excellent film, Jeff Woodward from Edmondson, and I believe the one night. One more night link is up at our uh, all the links are off the movies. Right, but why is one more night uh, available online? I think it is Vimeo. Is it? Maybe not. I don't remember. I don't think it's so. Not, but anyway, if you got to watch it, you guys didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we had an intermission, and uh, people took pictures at their brand new red carpet. Yes, uh, excellent. Uh, it's one of your ideas. I know we all uh, fucking championed it as well. Um, red carpet with what do they call it? A media drop? Is that what it's called? Media backdrop, whatever. Anyway, it's got all the logos on all, it. All of our sponsors. Yeah. Were well, like it just us. had Interplay. <laughs> it had the Film Maker Association and had the IFF logo. So, like, whatever that thing is. No, I'm in podcast, uh, though. I know. <laughs> that, was, that was tough to swallow. Um, so, we had that this year, and that was really, really fun because a lot of people were getting really, really into it. And you can see some yeah. of the shenanigans videos. Oh, uh, Misty had a lot channel. of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Misty and I had a lot of fun that first night. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, then after the break, we got into Brussels Express, which is one of two documentaries in regards to bikes in Europe (laughs) we had very specific entries this year we had biking and we had bullying and come up and then all of them came from the fucking from the UK well Well, from Brussels yeah from Europe right yeah Yeah. so uh, that was followed by Solace Andrew Phillips film from 2009 love it this is like the father uh, the father and his kid and then the old man are the homeless guy the first the first uh fucking love that last scene man I really do we're like do you know you like and that was that was then followed up by well not not on this night but later on with uh, Top Floor top right floor. fuck that was yeah. really, really good we'll get into that one yeah when I saw Top Floor uh, when I saw that film I'm like oh my god Todd's this is gonna hit such wow. a hard chord with you Solace definitely check it out That I know that one for sure is online because I, I linked that one Andrew Phillip great great job yeah. uh, 2000, from 2009 though yeah so he has a few more in store so for then us. we uh, then we ended that block with a, a little bit of levity the- with a block in the park which I cool. which really surprised a lot of people they were like what old lady techno music yeah, yeah it was a total fucking trip. I think that one's available online, actually. No, so I couldn't find it. Really? Oh, right. And couldn't. that one's out of Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. Really impressive in animation, actually. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Really good animation. Then we kick off the higher... The, we had another intermission. First night ended with, uh, I'm going to disappear. Well, let's just go into that intermission for a second. Like like we always do, we like to have some games. Uh, this is one of the first years where we had to adjust to having the five of us instead of just the two of us. So that intermission, uh, Misty and Ash uh, took the stage. Steve was working. 
And uh, boy, I, if I had a fucking, I really wish I recorded this one. I was gonna say, I'm like, you had a camera. Oh no, if I had, if I had the ability to record it, which I did, but I, I don't know why I didn't. And fuck, that was priceless. Oh, everyone was having fun. The uh, yeah, it was opening night, so they had the bar open. We'll just leave it at that, and you you, you missed out if you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> we gave away some True Blood shirts. Misty went on like a fucking five minute rant about how sexy True Blood is. It was just greatness all around. <laughs> Misty's awesome. Um, I'm going to disappear by Sheldon Schatz and Evan Craig. Uh, a really, it was a really quirky feature, uh, kind of in the vein of um, uh, being John Malkovich. Yes, it, it, there's a, like a very quirky, off-world nature to it. Um, speaking of, and this is kind of a little bit of a tangent. Have you seen the the trailer for her yet? No. With Wa- Joaquin Phoenix? No. It's about a guy who it's ca- kind of the near future. And now they have personalized artificial intelligence operating systems for your home. So he downloads a new OS for his computer, which is an artificial intelligence that basically links into his mobile devices and everything. So he's at home. It talks to him from his computer. It talks to him from his phone, etc. And he falls in love with it. Oh, wow. It's an amazing concept. And I knew it was coming. And I'm also kind of jealous because there's... <laughs> I want it. No, no. There's... Uh, I've told you about this concept before, and now i got to kind of retool it, which is what makes me happy about this movie because now I want to see it because I know I know what I have to do now if I see this movie because I kind of... They kind of cracked the code for me about what was having problems. Because I, I have an idea for a feature, and it's called Interlude, and I think this kind of cracks the code for me. I'm like looking at... I saw the preview, I'm like, that's what I should have done, but now i got to see it without like copying it. You know what I mean? Is it all fucking thing like on Siri though like how I was reading articles about people that's kind of what it is yeah when Siri starts to talk back like people get all fucking aroused and shit and it's just like kind of a sick fucking world that we live in well you're a technophile yeah, but it's not like I'm fucking falling in love with that. Ooh, galaxy. Good night there. But you're... I just do that in my head. <laughs> it's voiced by Scarlett Johansson, eh? Ooh, it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I see. I got see a lot of red in my leisure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but anyway. I, 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 so, so again, quirky... Co- and the reason I brought, brought that I up is because say, her, what are we talking about her is directed by... Uh, I think it's either Spike Jones or Michael Gondry, but basically the same team that... <laughs> I thought you were going to say the same team that did, like, uh, The same team that did being John Malkovich. Okay. So, so this movie, uh, this I'm Going to Disappear is basically a movie about a guy who wants to disappear. So he goes to this special school on how to disappear and there's this quirky doctor that he's dealing with and it, it, all in the interim he's like following these steps but also creating his own rules while he's going through it right uh, it was uh, it was entertaining I, I mean uh, I, I enjoyed the film I know that some people didn't because of it well I mean yeah. the, the, and you know that's the that's the interesting thing about the film festival is it has it has a flavor for everyone right well wait until we go into the third night and talk about vanity uh, it's, yeah. it's stuff that you think people will enjoy like it's well, no, the thing is, it's, just, it's, I'm, I'm going to be straight up. Sheldon Chats, if you're listening, thank you very much for submitting. Your film is good, but to me, you lost interest after 20 minutes. I, I'm just going to flat out say No, that's like, fair. No, I'm not going to. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, but I'll, I'll be straight up and honest with the guy. Like it had me. I loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. But it just kept going and going and going and going. So it, it just lost me at that point. So I don't know. Just tell me to fuck off. Don't ever submit it to our film festival again. <laughs> whatever you want to do. But that's just burning bridges. Let's be honest. Right, it's hey? not true, Sheldon. Please don't. Please don't follow <laughs> me on Twitter. Well, it's a matter of opinion. I I really enjoyed your film and. Uh, uh, what's it called? And that's what I'm getting at is like 
part of the program. There was others that did too. I, I uh, heard part, people. There, he came in second for yeah. the film, the best feature. So part, part of the programming, uh, part of what I enjoyed about the programming is, like I said, it's it's a flavor for everyone Absolutely. there, right? So Absolutely. All right, let's get into night two then. Um, all the, I posted on my Facebook uh, uh, some interesting stats for those three days for, for me personally because uh, this is the first year that I actually didn't take off work. Uh, I just altered my shift schedule mm-hmm. thinking that would be fine uh, and just worked earlier an earlier length of shift or uh, same length of shift starting earlier and then depending all night at the fucking film festival so by night number two I was pretty bagged mm-hmm. uh, so this one was uh, this one was interesting uh, so we kicked it off with uh, Caldera 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 the, anima- Caldera. the animation about the, the girl in the city the big turtle Remember? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay. A lot. That That's one had a lot it. of I people. I thought that was more out in the country, like out in No, like, she was a, like she was in a city, and oh, that was her release. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Her she runs. She runs the, to the woods. Yeah, that actually is online because I remember yep. that, that one's posted. Mm-hmm. To definitely go to the YMMFMA account. Very, very well done. Uh, it's interesting. It raises some interesting questions because of the fact that like that the movie can be interpreted two ways, right? It's the fact that like. Uh, she, uh, I remember I was talking with Steve about it, and one of the interpretations is she was those pills were helping her function in an uh, industrial setting. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean, yeah. and taking her away from who she really was or who, who humans really are. We're not meant to function in that world naturally. Yeah. Uh, and and then there's another interpretation that like. Ooh, she needed the one. she needed the pills for a reason. Like if you really look at the mind trip that happens, right? It's yeah, just kind of like trip happens when she doesn't take the pills. Well, it's, that's what I'm getting at, yeah. right? Like some pe- like me- not all medication is bad. You that's know what true. I mean? So that's it's true. like you could take it two ways. I-, I like to think of it the way Steve interpreted it because it's more of a of a positive message, as it were. Plus, I think the whole symbolism of the energy release was really cool in terms of that context. <laughs> I just like to say positive <laughs> message. Please, if you're taking pills, don't just. Chuck Go to the garbage and expect to coast with the sea turtles. <laughs> I'm riding to <laughs> so the sea middle turtle. of the park. Ah. Yeah, I, I just like it makes me laugh because there's so many movies that do that so brilliantly where they then they do just like straight smash cuts where like oh, yeah. I'm riding on a unicorn and they're just like on a park bench. <laughs> 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 then we have the first of a couple of bullying films from the UK, Soft uh, Simon Ellis. I like this one, and I, maybe me and you will get into a little bit of a classic Toski Tito debate. Uh, this well, it's, it, it, it's interesting because it's the type of personality. Uh, it depends on the type of personality. So, so uh, suffice to say, the, the movie's about, like, basically UK, uh, what is it, hooligans. And uh, essentially, a young man... <laughs> kept doing the fucking way, like the wave yeah, thing. Was a, a young man is, uh, is being bullied, and then his father basically, you know, tells him to stop being a pussy, and then gets his ass kicked. And ultimately, it comes down to a confrontation where both him and his father are being harassed, and it the actually, same guy. Same yeah, group. and it causes it causes the 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 son to man up. Well, it causes, and, and essentially lose respect for his well, father. Well, his son goes do something about it, do something, and he's scared. And he's scared yeah, but he doesn't do want to admit it. He's scared, he does it, doesn't want to admit it. Eventually, goes out and tries to do something, or tries to make it look like he's doing something about it. Too scared to do anything, he starts to get his ass kicked by the bully. And spoiler alert, fucking out pops a kid with a fucking cricket, cricket bat and just kicks ass. And I was definitely in the theater going, woo, because to me, fucking ends justify the means, man. That guy fucking deserved it. So what happens after that? He's fucking won't screw around ever again. You don't think so? I know so. How many kids were there? Oh, there was about what? Six, there were like six, six of, them. of them, right? Yeah. One of them got their asses kicked. You don't think, you don't think wounds don't heal? 
Well, also, what's going to happen oh, after are, that? Are you bringing up the fucking? He, he beat the shit out of him. They, they might come back they with come a back gun. With a gun. You're bringing up the fucking. What is it? The one up or whatever like that. The the escalation factor. Yeah, yeah that's very valid. Kid comes back as the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulls up on us. Yo, I got these scars. Well, no, and and, and that's kind of where you and I differ. I well, mean, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like the escalation factor. You know, I bring a bat. You bring a gun. What is it, the Sean Connery? You bring a knife, I bring a gun. That's the Chicago way. <laughs> but I don't know. That, like, maybe, okay, maybe, I, I do see your point. Maybe it's not, don't sit there and do anything. See, you, you think of the moment. Both you're like, of those you're like, yeah, that kicked ass. And like, uh, yeah, what happens afterwards? You're like, okay. oh, life continues, I guess. I don't know. Both those fucking movies, we'll talk about the third one, or the second one, come up next. Why did anyone call the goddamn cops? This is illegal activities. Well, we were talking about that, about the criminal code in the UK, right? Essentially, when you call the cops... Problems are allowed? Well, no, but there's a high toleration level because the moment a person uh, a person enters their uh, judicial system, it, like, ruins their lives. Like, there's no way of them recovering from that, right? That's what you want. That's good. No, because the the point of... Here's the thing. Like, the ju- the judicial system isn't about punishment. It's about re- rehabilitation. Yeah. And unfortunately, the way it's set up right now, it's... It, the the system's broken, in other words. It's, it punishes... It punishes people for crimes and it ruins their lives, which makes... Which makes them career criminals at that point. Mm, I don't know if it about makes them career, criminal, career criminals, but, like, to me, you need to... Four years in jail might you, as well be college, you, man. You need to be punished <laughs> for your actions. That's the only way you will learn from them not fucking told nah I think I, 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 I think it's more important uh, rehabilitation is more important than punishment how do you rehabilitate someone well I mean that's where we get into this is vanity the, it's the sister film uh, which is by completely different filmmakers I was gonna say sister film like they're connected but but that's why I it did look similar <laughs> that's why the other one's programmed uh, programmed as okay. well right let's, so. let's keep going okay. we'll, we'll, we'll get back into the vanity debate um, so then we had Made in Iceland which I really enjoyed by it's really good eh Laura Harden fuck she was cute <laughs> that's what you took away from it damn right she's kind of hot she's kind of hot no and I think it was just really you cool. know it, it, it's done. funny because you're watching you're like yeah she's kind of hot meanwhile I'm thinking I'm like Oh, she must stink and like <laughs> leaving fucking poop droppings everywhere. <laughs> I mean, Just skin marks everywhere. Don't, don't get me wrong; like, it's a really beautiful movie and uh, uh, short doc, and she does a really great job. In fact, like one of the things like that I would have questioned, well, if I had done a trek like that, is like, can you get sick of being with yourself? And she shows that. That, that quote is yeah. uh, I fucking tweeted. I can't remember. Uh, look at the. At YM, uh, YMMFMA, the uh, that quote that she says in the movie where it's just like, even you're alone long enough, you're either going to get annoyed with yourself, right? Yeah, and that's totally fucking true because like I've been in my head where it's like, fuck, will I just shut the fuck up, yeah. right? Or stop thinking like this, or stop yeah. doing that? And, and the more you're alone, the more that'll happen, right? I love that quote. That was a good movie. Yeah, no, it was the she, fox though. She was just really freaking out with that fox. Uh, well, imagine if you had seen it, it would be like the only person you met out there, or the only thing you've met out there for a while. <laughs> All I think is the coyote in the fucking Simpsons where he's on the track. Find <laughs> your soulmate. <laughs> is it? Woo. All right. yeah. Anyway, well done. All shot with GoPro, uh, sponsored by Red Bull. So she got mm-hmm. a lot of uh, funding for that one. And I went on her website. She's actually does more. Uh, Mount. She's got a Mount Kilimanjaro one, I think. Holy crap! She's got more of something similar. Very well done. Wow. Uh, so definitely check her out, Clara Harden. It's on our website. Um, then we have another one that had me almost in tears. Uh, Top Floor by Aaron D- David DeFazio. Yeah, Walk the Walk. Well done. Um, it was about a father and a son. Uh, uh, well, they were split up. It's the son's with his mom, and he's 
visiting back and forth. Mom and the father's and too busy with uh, his work in New York as a, I would uh, suffice some to say wig. some big wig, right? But then you find out that it's it's all kind of like uh, it, it's it's a house made of sand, right? It's basically he does he does have a top floor apartment, but he's got nothing in it, right? Yeah, so well, it's all discombobulated. Like to me, mm-hmm. I got the impression that he was under. Like he didn't have enough money. Like yeah, he yeah. was waiting for that big deal. He'd, he'd invested a lot in a lot of time in trying to make something happen for him, and uh, yeah, th- he was he was going through a really hard patch. But like, regardless of that, um, he, it, what's interesting is he he. What I really liked about the movie is it, there is there's this face he puts on through to everyone, including his wife, as this like strong businessman, and then he's completely disarmed around his son, and he's the guy who he really is, right? A father, and yeah. he, his son loved being with them. Like they're in this trashy house. They slept on a couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his son loved it. He was playing hide and go seek with his son. He was just chill- like the, there was a series of smash cuts with just him and his son doing fun things, and his son was absolutely mm-hmm. loving it until the mom goes picks up the son, and they're supposed to do handoff in the park, but they end up doing it on the top floor, and then she realizes what it is, and just the, the, how it ends is just shocking because he the kid I'm gonna start crying now. Think about it. Like, the kid draws like a cool picture on like the, the open window, like you know all the stuff you tell your kid not to do on the window, and he's like, oh, I need some art in here anyway. And it's mommy, daddy, uh, mommy, daddy, and him, right? And that's the family that he envisions, or the family yeah. that he wants. And uh, just at the very end, like she flips out at him for for being whatever low or, or being not being well. Organized. It's not safe for their it's son. Not safe right? for the son, and the son's so happy with it. And then he gets that call, and it's the guy saying that the deal's gone through. Yep. And then it just ends. Yeah. So it's I don't know. Do you end that as a positive? Is it a negative? Fucking to me, it was just great. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It, it was good. Uh, good job, guys. So we had an intermission, and then we go into pitch points. Uh, big bicycle year in yeah. the UK, obviously. Uh, that one was talking about in Cambridge of how hard it is actually for bicycles to get around. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. It's an award-winning duck. Uh, then we had uh, The Escapement, Ryan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Very good movie. This had a similar feel to it. Remember that time travel movie? I think we had, I don't know if it was the first or second year of the IFF. Oh, uh, the, remember he, he's dodging the, himself. The secret number? <laughs> no. Oh, oh! I know which one you're talking about. Um, Can't remember. By uh, I know what you're talking about by the the film school in the yeah, UK. Yeah. Um, Great film. It just had that feel to it. Shoot, I know which one you're talking about. That one's yeah. actually really good. Yeah, too. yeah no, I really like that one. This had the same feel to it, where it was the old man who kept going back in time to a point where he ran into himself as a child, and I thought that was an excellent way to end it. We're just giving. I'm sorry, the old man goes back into a point where he runs himself. Runs or is into it his son that he's running into? It, the the ending is a little bit ambiguous, and the way I saw it was um, he went back in time. Well, he he ended up. Well, that's an inter- that's an interesting take. What did you say that he ran into him? He kept running into himself, but he yeah. was he was getting. At one point, he got really old, and then he kept trying to escape himself. So then he eventually ran back until he saw himself as a baby. That was the last shot. That's how I interpreted it. Anyway, remember he how he fell? I thought he turned into a baby because he was sitting in the clothes at the end. I thought his son. But he was the one that was turning. Oh, but his son caught him. That's that's what I. That's the way I interpreted. Uh, he returned to the present. He returned to the present. His his son finds and him. His son was the one that turned and him his, around. His son, yeah, his son is his adult son finds him on the chair. He's now been turned as a, as a baby. Okay, that does explain the clothes. Yeah, I but it, it, I did like the whole theme behind it, where he kept it was like a self fulfilling loop, right? Because yeah, yeah. he would have never had the limp as as an older older man right. had he not run into himself in and the past. Tried to chase him down. And tried to chase himself down. Yeah. Classic time travel paradox. But yeah. I love him either way. Um, IFF winners, uh, best actor, Ron Tarrant. Tarrant. 
Tarrant. Tarrant. Uh, I loved him in this one. They, it, that was a true winner. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And best director. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Hansen. Hansen. Yeah. He was really happy to hear about that, actually. Yeah, no, that, that's really cool. Uh, stuff's yeah. in the mail, guys. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Uh, Finger bang. Gold Smash Media was up next. Uh, I had the privilege of watching these guys uh, down at a few of the metros yep. uh, that uh, me and you went to. Uh, I love this group. This is an excellent group. Brad and Ashley, mm-hmm. uh, I believe their names are. This one's just fun. Uh, uh, it has a feel to it. I like that whole POV shots. Like uh, and then fucking the cool After Effects. Like this is yeah, awesome. Yeah. Like literally, um, just I don't want to really spoil it. It's online. Uh, YMMFMA.com. Uh, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> no, but in, in in a sense, it's exactly what the title says. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely check it out. Um, that led us into our feature for the second night, which was Toonami. Leave a little room for hope. Winner, mm, which was adapted from a play. Winner, best feature film, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Jeff Woodward. Um, I unfortunately had to leave during this one. Oh, you uh, haven't seen it because I watched a little bit on my computer and I haven't been able to finish I, it. It was it was heartfelt. Um, uh, my personal opinion is um, I feel that uh, film is a great medium for adaptation. So and and given the fact that it's it's it was based on a play, I felt that they could have taken a few other liberties. That being said, it's a very solid movie. I mean, uh, I, I mean, it won for for really good reason. And uh, yeah, no, uh, Jeff Woodward, who also stars in it, a pretty good actor actually. The um, he stars in it. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. No. Uh, well, right now his filmmaking talents like he's proven with the two entries he submitted. Man, he's he's, he's good, like, mm-hmm. really good. I can't wait to see more out of him. And mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I'll definitely check this one out and give him a, more of an opinion on it. But uh, it won best feature film. It got the results from all the judges. So that's showing mm-hmm. something right then and there, right? Yep. Well done, Jeff. Uh, then we move into night three. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever happened on the intermissions for night two. We were giving away the typical stuff: comics, DVDs. Um, we kept hawking uh, Hollywood's biggest night Foreigner's uh, biggest uh, night Anything could happen we, No we kept hawking During the intermissions For all three nights We kept hawking Netflix So we were doing uh, T-Rex impressions uh, Yeah We were doing Morgan Freeman impressions uh, All fun stuff A uh, big thank you To uh, Cano College Alan Roberts For We had one of the prizes As a season subscription To TIFF Yeah that was That was awarded On third night On the though. third night Yeah well I figured We'll cover it now So we don't cover it then uh, And it was So thank you very much For everything there Mr. Roberts We'll definitely be chat in the future yes we were hawking the third night as Fort McMurray's biggest uh, Hollywood night yeah and we were huge all, turnout huge yes, turnout huge turnout everyone was dressed to the nines including myself mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ashley threatened me that I must uh, dress nice and I told her from day one that I was going to wear a tie and I did mm-hmm. fair <laughs> enough <laughs> Look at the pictures. Everyone will see exactly what I was wearing online. Um, third night, though, we started off with local artist uh, Robbie, Robbie Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Cross, Cross with Zombie Hunter All's Quiet, episode one of his zombie series. What'd you think? Ah, uh, <laughs> no, I have the not, crowd going. Oh no, I have nothing against Roddy. Um, I would say that keep making them. Keep making them, and you will find you uh, like my my only my only, and it's not really an issue. More of a piece of advice is um, focus on sound mixing. Uh, actually, uh, interestingly enough, one thing we're organizing right now is an editing workshop, and that's one thing I really want to discuss with the group is um, what are pro- appropriate sound levels for music, for dialogue, etc. Right? So, uh, Roddy, um, it had the crowd going. Oh it's yeah, really yeah. good. Um, when I first watched it, I, I know I had the pleasure of knowing Roddy per- personally, so I know like exactly where his stance in the whole zombie thing really is, um, the whole doomsday prepper thing. Uh, but a lot of people don't, so a lot of people were kind of looking at this movie and they're like, "Is he 
fucking serious on this shit? Mm-hmm. And to me, your last cut after the credits, when you got that, your you got that tight first person shot, and you having that electronic cigarette, and you suck it back. Everyone was fucking busting their gut because I think you, 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 people that knew you knew, but you finally showed people that didn't know you that yes, this is. This is a fucking show, a gimmick. This is a laugh. This is funny. Roddy's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It was... uh, That shot made a lot of people fucking laugh. It was good, man. I I enjoyed it. It was a good way to start night three. Uh, Mm -hmm. The crowd fucking loved it, buddy. Be proud. And then that transition (laughs) to... So we had a huge high, and we're going to fucking bring crashing down. Got to get up to get down. With This Is Vanity. Now, uh, I watched the first bit of this on the computer. Uh, I shouldn't say bit because I, I saw the credits and I thought it was over uh, on the computer and I'm just like, wow, uh, fucking Tito's going dark yeah. <laughs> with uh, with this film festival. So part two of the bullying aspect. Yeah. And, and sure enough... Jesus, so if that doesn't make you uncomfortable enough, let's throw in some fucking handicapped kids at it too. Like, holy yeah. shit. Pretty dark material and... Uh, I, f- I felt it answered a lot of the questions from the previous bullying one. Uh, for example, they do go to the police. And they the do. police kind of like, they, they, they even mentioned, it's like, well, ruin some kids' lives just because, you know, this woman's being hassled, et cetera. And, and I, I would say that, the, that the, uh, the police should have acted in this case, obviously, because it was based on a true story. But what I did so, like... Oh, as soon as those words came on yeah. the screen, man, you, uh, once again, you hear the audible noise. <gasps> yeah. And then uh, what I was going to get at, though, is this answers a question really well because your question from earlier, is the fact that the movie sets up a sequel and it's during this it's the same narrative that's so cool actually right and it's from the, the bully's perspective fuck and that looks so good yeah. this is inquisition this is inquisition yeah something like that something like that it literally okay the credits roll we all clap and then everyone like thinks this fucking wild ride is over thank god and then all of a sudden it just it goes into the fucking end scene again like which was shocking and then you hear like fucking a, a, a definition of sin I think comes on the fucking screen or inquisition mm-hmm. whatever that word is and it's like to be grossly sinful or something and mm-hmm. you see the bully like watching all this shit going down like it's some dark fucking shit like uh, the, ple- the pleasure is that this is online folks this is on the web the link's on the website mm-hmm. go check this out man you will be uncomfortable but it is so intriguing because I want to see the second part what mm-hmm. does a, what does a bully that is, is so sick to do some shit to a handicapped person What's going through his head? I'm dying to fucking well, know. I'm, this ain't no cell with Vince Vaughn either. None of this fucking Sandra Bullock <laughs> shit. Now we're going to the mind of someone that's fucking real. Why do you keep saying Sandra Bullock? Isn't Sandra Bullock? Jennifer Lopez. Oh, whatever. All the same shit. <laughs> Vince Vaughn's in it though, right? Yes. Yeah, see? Fuck, there you go. Uh, but what I was going to say is what I found more interesting is uh, go into the life of the bully. What, what shaped that person, right? You know what would be really freaky? Because mm. if nothing did. If, it, if he was a normal kid loving family that he was just sick and fucked up <laughs> part three horror, horror. <laughs> tusk yeah okay so next was we're all buried <laughs> so then after a fucked up movie like this is vanity let's go into seven minutes of heavy metal <laughs> well it was about murder <laughs> true very true uh yeah. great fucking music video i think go smash media again yeah go smash media one of uh, only a couple of music videos that entered this year uh great music video man ended uh, up winning fucking uh, i love how he said at the end where he's like we want to do that music video on zero on a zero budget looks fantastic obviously because 
the singer Brad is also the part of the Goat Smash Media, so he mm-hmm. has the talent and the, the know-how to do this, mm-hmm. uh, or at least the resources. Fucking well done. Well done. Yeah. Good tune, too. I enjoyed the tune. A few, uh, going back to this vanity for a second is everyone was talking about this. This is what I was enjoying. A lot of people at the breaks were talking about this as vanity. How uncomfortable they were, how mm-hmm. they thought it was fucked up, how they thought it was fucked up. Then there was a seven minute music video afterwards. Uh, that's that's what you want to hear, right? You want to hear reactions. So, what do they want afterwards? I don't fucking know. Comedies. They wanted some John Candy, I guess. <laughs> I got no idea, <laughs> but I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Then another great one, Finn Art. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, cool little uh, ditty from uh, Sean, which I kept calling him Boyle, but it's like Botier. Okay. Uh, anyway, from the UK, uh, it's a short little documentary. Uh, two guys who talking about how they do their passions, and basically what they do is they make junk into modern art or modern furniture. Uh, so they'll take like rollers off of an old assembly line that they purchased, put some glass on it, and it turns into a coffee table. Mm-hmm. Very cool stuff. But the message is fucking powerful. Uh, I posted the film. The link is there online, but I also posted the film in our YMM FMA group because I think the message is there where literally they said it, it's icing on the cake that they get paid for what they do. Is they, yeah. they just do it because they absolutely love it. It's and pretty inspirational though, right? hell that people actually buy this stuff. Yeah. It's fucking great. I, I love listening to those two guys. Uh, then we had Helos uh, by Juan Belrans. Mm-hmm. Was that, that was the name? animation about uh, basically Galileo. Oh, yes. That's right, yeah. too. The, that had some pretty powerful. That was out of Vancouver. That yeah. was out of Vancouver, yeah. That was really, really cool. Pretty cool animation, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, then uh, <laughs> I felt so fucking stupid. I've been calling this movie since we received it iCup. I think we all have. <laughs> I'm like, iCup. I'm like, this is going to be some fucking Apple thing. And then I watch it. It's about the Edmonton's... The urinal. The the urinals in Edmonton on Long White Ave, I think it is. Uh, It's actually a standalone structure, very well lit. ICUP. Yeah, and then literally at the end of the movie, uh, I think it was Becky in the back. She just very loudly in front of everyone in the theater. It's like, ICUP. And I'm like, holy fuck, that makes total (laughs) sense. They ended up winning Best Documentary. Best short, Documentary, short, short. Well done, Adam Bentley. Uh, well done. And then uh, Jack the Ripper was up next. Very cool animation. Total Sin City style animation for what? Four minutes? <laughs> I think it was four or five minutes. Not even. Fuck, it was just... It, it was great. It's great, great little short. Really good but pitch. just as it fucking got going, you can hear the crowd. Another again, another audible sound where it's like, Aww. <laughs> As soon as they start reading credits, I think one guy... Always even, leave him one or more. One guy even said, that was way too short. Yeah. So, well done on that one. That one came out of the UK, I think, too. Uh, a lot of positive uh, feedback from this one, too. Rippled uh, by Darcy uh, Pendergast. This is awesome. Uh, this was all the fucking light things. Uh, where, like, you can see them... I don't know. How do you call, do you call that filming stop style? motion. Is it stop motion? Yeah. But it wasn't... It was an animation? Yeah, it's stop motion animation. So, you take a picture... Oh, move right. it, take a picture, move it, take a picture. Takes so fucking long. As <laughs> you yawn. The uh, Everyone loved that one. That one's really good. That one's available online, too. Um, definitely a good one. Go check that one out. Uh, then we started to hit up the uh, uh, features of the night. Uh, Sunshine. Well, Sunshine wasn't a feature. No, well, longer ones. Yeah, that one's not even that long. Sunshine was really interesting because it's kind of... I, I, I like to see it as the opposite of fin art. Whereas this guy, he's he's a creative force... On, a, on something commercial. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, Basically, McDonald's... He's in fra- China, right? Like for the, Yeah, the- McDonald's in China, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just paid 10 bucks for this tea, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got into The Intervention. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that one, sir? I really liked it. It was really good. Eric John V. Uh, filmed it... Yeah. Uh, Eric said he they had a general outline of the plot, and it was all improvised. Kelton. Zach. 
Uh, Kelton Sal, Zach Barrett, Sal Dustin Freira, Young, Dustin Young, Those Dream Team, fucking <laughs> yes, man, well, well done. Uh, Forty-five minutes, uh, great film of gold. <laughs> Especially Kelton's fucking monologue at the very start. Fuck, that was that was itself must have been six seven minutes long. Yep. Fuck, that's awesome, man. It was good, uh, really good. Had the crowd laughing. Everyone that was in the film was there, uh, and that's what I love about having these films. There's one really beautiful moment where Dustin breaks character, <laughs> where he's like, he's doing the Namaste stuff, and yeah. he's like, for half of a, he's like, he was, uh, he's telling the story about giving the jellyfish mouth to mouth, <laughs> and and he like, he's trying not to laugh so hard. Yeah, kudos, Dustin Young. Man. He, the fucking Lake Australia was pretty fucking good, second largest lake and, in the world. And actually. Zach Barrett continues to impress me man uh, yep. uh, further and further man dude's talented mm-hmm. uh, then to end the night uh, we had In Your Orbit Andrea mm-hmm. Mann one of our later entries uh, but uh, one that stars uh, Whitney Richard who uh, Richter who won uh, Best uh, Actress not for that one though but won it yep. for One More Night very good film mm-hmm. very good film good way to end the night you figure I think so yeah on a nice positive note <laughs> nice positive note yeah the um then, um, we, of course, we had the award ceremony, which we mentioned all the winners throughout this. You can see them on our YMM podcast, or actually the YMM FMA website, as well as the YMM podcast website, no? The, um, well, the podcast is links to the links to FMA the, okay, cool. website. And uh, then, before we closed everything out, though, we had a little surprise for everyone. Um, and we shot uh, a little short to do our preview for Film Fear. <laughs> that was fun. This was fun. Uh, definitely go check it out. It's the Film Fear parody on our YouTube channel right now. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I like pre- premiering shit, too. That was fun. We No one knew what we had planned, but everyone mm-hmm. knew we had something planned for the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And the four of us just kind of threw away to it. And it yeah. Was, it was well, fun. it's, again, we get into that whole letting go of control type thing, right? So um, I'm happy to say that uh, Steve actually edited that movie. Um, and uh, a, lot, uh, a lot of the, I would say... Like I did the shots list, but the camera work ended up being probably seventy to eighty percent Brody, um, and I think Excellent. he did a phenomenal job. We shot it one night, uh, yeah, right before the fucking weekend, yep. <laughs> pretty much right before uh, the film festival because we wanted to get this going, and we revealed what we have planned for the fall. Uh, mm-hmm. From Dust Till Dawn is going to be the headliner for this year's Film Fear. Yep, uh, which hopefully people have been having a lot of fun at, and this is going to be our third. And I'm already and I'm already eyeing some really great Grindhouse trailers for this. Fuck year. yes, man! We got some good stuff coming up. Make sure you keep listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. We got some guests coming up. Um, and want, the premiere of Cover. Oh, that's even going to be better, man! It's it's I can't wait to people. We've been hyped, but that's going to be almost a year since we shot that. Holy what are you We shot in March. We shot in February. No, we shot it in March, man. January, February. We we shot we shot the kitchen scene in February. Remember? I don't know. It wasn't until March that we actually shot the thing. I don't think so. Look at the. Are you talking to the guy that fucking booked all the scheduling for this? I did the schedules. I did. With the with the library. Yeah, you booked the locations. Yeah. But you didn't do the schedule. Whatever. Told the same shit. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Cover uh, from dusk till dawn. Do you want to talk about the forty eight hour? Like the actual watching them. Oh, yeah. So, six entries. uh, Let me see if I can remember the order. I think I can. Um, The first one was uh, Keep Calm and Film On with Brody and Anthony Wall. It was a sequel to one that they did last year. Watch them back to back. It's good. They're on the website, uh, uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, really great work, guys. Really well shot. Um, Really looking forward to more stuff from you guys. That was followed by Keep Calm and Art On. 
Yes. Uh, Sonya Smith and all the local art. Uh, uh, like, uh, very well done, Aaron. actually. I yeah. liked all. I liked the fire stuff, especially. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, that was then followed by. I like how she introduced the two. I can't remember her name, unfortunately, but uh, mm. the girl that came up and just said, "It's just kind of." They made it uh, in memory to one of their friends, yeah. and uh, they she said, "Just go on out and have fun," and that's essentially what they did. It was cool. Mm-hmm. That was followed by uh, key, uh, Curse of the Keep Calm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Winner of the 48 yep. Hour. Really uh, well Zach's, done. Zach and the Barrett Brothers. And and, uh, and I like the way he explained it. It was Zach and the Barrett. It, it was the Barrett Brothers, essentially. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, the idea was kind of a twist on They Live. Yeah. And mm. Slenderman. <laughs> yeah. And literally, uh, when you go watch the short, uh, it's hilarious. And then the person in the horse head. Was their mom. Was their mom. And that's really cool. She was there. Yeah, I know. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. So uh, that was followed by Mittens. <laughs> yeah, Nolan's film. Uh, watch it and then listen to last week's podcast because he explains it so well and it's fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, no, it was really, really well done. And uh, then that was all closed out by... No, there's still two more. What? Two more? The Hoffman Brothers. Oh, right. Sorry. The yes. Iron Neapolitan. Man. The Iron Man, Britney Spears. That Neapolitan, was hilarious. Yeah. Neapolitan. That was really good. That had the whole crowd fucking loving it, man. Yeah. Really good. Uh, really cool uh, short idea. And then uh, we closed it out by Shots, uh, which had followed the TV troupe of the switched body plot line, which was really funny. Yeah. No, they were all really good. They completely raised the bar. Judges could not have had a tougher time trying to uh, figure these ones out. Guys. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. But they did, and uh, uh, hopefully no one feels bad uh, that they didn't win. Uh, please just take it as of next year. Come on out. Yeah, exactly. better, stronger, right? Come out again. Um, thoughts on the festival, sir? Uh, like I said, I mean, I think it's our best one yet, and I know I've said that last year, but I'm hoping that uh, it's, it, uh, like I said, in two years, I want this thing to be kind of like self-sustaining, right? Because it'd be really nice to... Uh, what's it called? Um, see it, see it for all the potential it, it has. Because right? even even this year, there's a lot of room to to improve, right? So. Absolutely, uh, definitely some lot of room to improve. We got some great feedback. If you attended any of the nights and have some feedback, definitely send us an email. Show at ymmpodcast.com. We well, uh, we might we might do a survey monkey up too. We could, yeah. We're, we're always up for constructive criticism. And if you want to just make fun of us, please email me directly, and I'll be happy to have a troll <laughs> war with you. <laughs> Good job. Um, it's fun, dude. Uh, I just want to say thank you for your work that you do for this. Uh, oh, it's, you, you do do a lot. Honestly, and, don't thank me. Thank uh, the YMMFMA. <laughs> They're, uh, yeah, it, it, it didn't feel like that much of a, of a workload this year because of all the help that we had. We did. Uh, I think I speak on behalf of, of Misty, Steve, and Ash when I say we we love doing this. It's an absolute blast. Thank you all mm-hmm. that came out and showed interest of it. Uh, we definitely got more of an interest. People didn't really realize that there's two more. There's two other years of this stuff. They're kind yeah. of shocked, and that's what we want to do. We always want to improve. So, uh, on that note, we'll keep an eye out for next year and of course keep an eye out for more podcasts we got lots of shit coming down the pipe yeah including me and you are going to moderate a panel uh, for McMurray Reads oh yeah yeah coming down the line on, on August 25th uh, coming up quick for McMurray Public Library yeah we lost last year so they made us just the host this year <laughs> <laughs> they made us the hosts uh, or I told them we'd host one of them <laughs> Um, and of course, Film Fear. Keep an eye on Film Fear definitely check out our trailer uh, at youtube.com and more more uh more ideas coming down the pipeline, including it's going to be a year anniversary in October for Arkham Rising, 
and we're already in talks about what we're going to do next. So <laughs> keep your ear to the ground on that one. We always got to celebrate a year with something, so to definitely keep your yeah. eyes out open to that one. Um, follow us on Twitter at YMN Podcast. Facebook is facebook.com slash YMN Podcast. And also toss in everything uh, that there is for the YMM FMA at Twitter at YMM FMA and facebook.com slash YMM FMA. YMM Podcast, Fork Murray Filmic <laughs> Association. We got it all. We do it all. So on behalf of Steve, Ash, and Misty, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. We will see you next set. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMN Podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Steve. Uh, no Tito today. He's gone uh, east, just travel hitchhiking east for some reason. And uh, we got Ash kind of casually in the background doing Hello. stuff. Just yell, Ash, there. She's there. Hello. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're graced with the presence of one of our famous guests in the entire world, the legendary... <laughs> The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. <laughs> Matt Salem. Hello, guys. Hey. Oh. Welcome. A shouts. Well, shout. <laughs> That's like you, my you, you laid down some fucking truth on that. Like, what are you doing to my Facebook, man? I'm just overloaded here. I came and logged. All right. So, what are we talking about? What are we doing here? What was that? Uh, I know we're drinking thing, rum. The thing that just happened. Mm. Like it was like a. Oh yeah, it was a festival. Yeah, there was something yeah, going on. Something thing. like a, an outer play festival. I think it was. Outer, outer, outer play, play. Yeah. outer, outer, <laughs> outer play, Inter, interplay. interplay, oh my god, interplay, interplay. that was that it. was this weekend. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> Holy shit! Not yeah, either. I wish I had spent all of my weekend there. <laughs> we, no kidding. I don't know what I did all weekend. Yeah, I blacked out. Yeah, just yeah. We, what happened? We blacked out. I remember Thursday. That's actually almost true. But actually, no. <laughs> Sunday, I think I did blackout during the day because I was just too exhausted. Oh, but, yeah, wait till I tell you. Wait till I tell you about my Sunday when I went to the beer gardens without it, eating anything. And, oh, like, man, just I didn't even know you were at the beer gardens. Four <laughs> fucking beers with is me, Nolan, and a bunch of other people, man. And woo, Mac <laughs> Attack was never the same again. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's let's start out. The uh, so you guys just heard the podcast me and Tito did uh, kind of talking down the first week of Interplay, which of course we were. T- uh, talking up, yeah. What did I say? <laughs> talking down. Like, talking like, down. That first weekend at Interplay, just trashing the shit out of this yeah, fucking fuck film that. festival that these idiots pulled off. <laughs> <laughs> talking up, yeah. I guess you should say reviewing, yeah. to sharing our thoughts on the Interplay Film Festival, recapping. Let's give your guys quick thoughts on the Interplay Film Festival, Stevie. You were there all weekend. Well, so was Matt. What, what were you guys thinking? I wasn't there all weekend. Well, I missed the Friday. I missed festival? the Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> you missed the Friday. Oh, yep. you were working. That's right, dude. You were on Roy evenings. Yep. Yeah, uh, but uh, it was. Uh, I was there for the majority of the second night and all of the awards night, the final night, and uh, I thought it was awesome. I thought that I like. I can definitely tell that, like, uh, you know, on our end, I know exactly like what we can do to kind of, kind of sharpen the edges a mm-hmm. little bit of our, our onstage mm-hmm. uh, presentation. Well, yeah, you, you heard me and Tito talk about it. It's one thing that we're still trying to get used to is... Well, I movie. have not heard that podcast yet, Todd. <laughs> I said, well, I suppose. It's the audience that's listening, right. I guess, that's heard it. The- <laughs> and I'm probably, I'm sure I'm on the exact same page as you guys. The, uh, we're trying to remember that we've got to move from a, a team of two to a team of five, but it's uh, a work in progress, and I'm sure if we did any kind of prep to it, it'll just be that much better, really, but... What are you talking about? <laughs> we did so much preparation. Um, no, but it was awesome. The The films submitted were really, really great. Um, it was uh, always, always fascinating to me. Like, I've been... I started off as just a 
an attendee of these mm-hmm. film festivals and now helping like present it it's, you know it gives you a whole much a whole point of pride and it's just great to see international films coming to Fort McMurray and like a, a shared love of film in Fort McMurray I mean it's one like I grew up like with my parents in a in a house that loved books and all and movies and literature and all that stuff and it really passed on but um, now, I mean, not to not to say my parents are old fogies or anything, but it's nice to do it with some <laughs> folks that are you know my own age and just like yeah. from different uh, walks of life right here in the community. I thought it was well, totally awesome, and the forty eight hour film challenges were amazing. That's yeah. right. Uh, you I, got, uh, Matt Salem, you uh, already introduced you. Don't know why I'm doing it again. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, you gave us a bit of an insight. You gave people a bit of a preview under the 48 hours. So the, this, the, all the 48 hour films are up, as you guys just heard. We'll do it again. Uh, all the 48 hour film entries are up at the YMM Podcast YouTube page, youtube.com slash YMM Podcast. Go check it out. Yeah, and uh, make sure to check out mine, which is uh, a shout. <laughs> and you know, uh, the, the awkward thing about having a movie with uh, a made up word is trying to describe it to people when they when I want them to come like my boss and uh, he's like oh yeah so I heard you have a, a film in the film festival I said yeah he says oh so what's it called I'm like it's called Shouts. <laughs> See, I always thought it was what well, we talked about. It was like yeah. shouts. Or <laughs> yeah, shots. yeah. I'm like, it's shots. Real yeah. emphasized. It is. It is shots emphasized by like a like a really douchebaggy tone. I guess that's <laughs> that's really no, what totally we're going elevated for. Elevated right? levels of douchebaggery. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. like it, when when we uh, well, when when Andrew Phillip. Um, does the extended cut for uh, YouTube. You guys can see, like, uh, my character is definitely just such a piece of shit. And, <laughs> and like, we never really got to show as, as much as we wanted to because we had the uh, six-minute window that we had to fit it in. But I'm super pumped for it to come out because I've already started showing people and, uh, you, know, you know, back home and whatever, and they just love it. And I, it's just so weird for me to have that, uh, that feeling of, like, you know, I, I made this and now people are seeing it and they love it. And it's like... It's such a rush, I guess. No, yours is definitely good. Like it, it was, they were all good. Like what? What do you think about seeing it on the big screen, though? Oh, like, with a group of people. That around. was a totally surreal experience for me because uh, nothing like that. I mean, I, I, I mentioned before I, I used to be in theater before uh, before I did this kind of stuff, and like yeah, it, it brought that kind of back to me and uh, that kind of rush. But I've never seen my own acting before and I think that was the real uh, surreal thing for me to watch myself act and I'm like oh my god I am I am just something huh like look at how sexy I am <laughs> man like I that's one thing that <laughs> no you were good man you were good and that's one thing that I still have a hard time adjusting to is I hate like I love what we do so much but I fucking hate watching myself on the screen, oh, yeah. and I and I really don't say that like to try to be like oh I just want compliments. I really <laughs> don't like watching like a spe- like the only thing I actually probably enjoyed watching myself in was the film field trailer, the film field parody we did. Yeah, but we go back to some of the earlier stuff like when I really I still don't know what I'm doing, but I, don't know, I really didn't know what I was doing yeah. with Tito. Like we go back to like a connect and fucking a box. Yeah, some of the old stuff me and Tito done. I'm like God, like fuck it. There's so many good people around me, and I'm just, I just totally bring the production level down. And I I embarrass. <laughs> myself in front of the screen but like I'll never not take a role because I just have too much exactly. damn fun doing it right? exactly it was it was so fun and I, I can't wait for the next one oh man well there's gonna be more and it's uh, gonna be a blast like it was definitely a real treat as you all just heard two yeah. hours of me and Tito and, talking about and I mean it, so. like aside uh, from the 48 hour film fest I was there for the other three days as well and like oh you know I guess 
I, I have to mention that everyone else in in the forty eight hour film festival, like their their entries were amazing. Like I don't want to say like, oh, you know, mine is the best, but you know, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna well, say fuck it. Everyone else, but. <laughs> But God, I was good but, on screen. You know, I, Jesus. I, I really enjoyed watching everyone, and uh, the other shorts were really good, too, and it was good to see some local talent here as well. Yeah. That's, that's what's really cool, because, you know, you're watching it, and you can see it, you're like, oh, I know where, I know where they filmed this. Like, I know what yeah. street this is. So it, was, uh, it was a real uh, good experience. And, the, the, and we also had Nightflix as well, which was uh, Well, awesome. yeah, b- before we even got to Nightflix, though, I mean, there was a little bit during the week uh, yeah. from, from oh, uh, yeah. Interplay. Like, for instance, oh, uh, our team just got second in the trivia contest oh no big deal <laughs> no 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 biggie yeah. okay I was gonna go back uh, segway's gone but I was gonna talk about what Eric said about the awards but we'll bring that up later but, what were you okay. saying about the trivia oh second? no no I was just saying yeah we uh me what and was, Ashley oh and shit that was the Monday night that was the Heritage, the Heritage Park, Park fundraiser Park or, 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 interplay okay. edition first in the visual round what was the visual Sorry. round oh yeah that's true yeah we rock <laughs> what was the visual round like what was it uh, who did we lose to um, or we? I talk about like no. it's we. Like Our, uh, I'm just directing you guys from you like I'm asleep. <laughs> you would go minions, win the tournaments, bring back the booty. Um, no, we got all the booty at our place. Actually, you're the Charlie to their angels. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was like the heritage edition. So there was a lot mm. of questions about Fort McMurray heritage, and we. Pretty much all sucked at that. Um, <laughs> no, there was a few that were like giveaways for me. We're like, from here, but we know well, dick no, shit about for it. Instance, there was the one that was like, who figured out the whole steam separation mechanism for oil sands extraction? Oh, and I was God. like, well, I went to the school oh, the named f- after him, Dr. Carl A. Clark. Oh, I was going to say Mr. Sagdees. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking fuck funny. Did you, oh, it's Clark? That's Dr. Clark's school is named after the guy that oh, figured shit. out how to mine Alberta's oil. I suppose wow. this is all in that fucking interpretive center, too, that we just, I've never stepped foot in. No, so, so there were some <laughs> gimmies, crazy. and like the visual round was good, too. We, uh, we, we got number one on that run. And uh, number two overall, we started off like they. It's it was hilarious because they start. Steph always gives away the uh, the 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 order of the points right when you go into like the second round. Right, she gives you where mm-hmm. you're placed so far, and uh, we didn't even hear our name. And we're like, oh, we can't have done that bad. We like kept <laughs> saying team name after team name, and then she uh, she couldn't find us. She's like, oh no, God, oh no, I didn't say your team name. I can't find you guys. What do you? Clit? No, I couldn't find the clit. And I was like, that's so funny because I did the whole Jane Silent Bob strike the back, like the Coalition it? for Liberation of Itinerant <laughs> Tree Dwellers. And she's like, I can't find the clit. There you guys are. And I'm like, oh, hilarious. Did she end up picking up on it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. We got like second best team name. No, yeah. She's like, I couldn't find the clit, and then I'm like. I'm like, oh, that right. must be a problem. And she's like, no, no, no. This is where mine is. <laughs> Straight up, like, <laughs> mine's right here. Mine's right here, just in case. I couldn't find your clip. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so she has no problem receiving. She can't really <laughs> give it all. Oh, That's no. the problem. I gotta keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Monday night's uh, trivia with Steph Link at the Tavern on Main. Great, great event. Which we're missing right now. Sorry, Steph. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know it's I think it oh, is. Oh, maybe it was skipped no, tonight. No, because I asked Mike to come up, and uh, he said no. He's at oh, trivia no, tonight. No, yeah, I, I started like, tweeting uh, about it. It's definitely on tonight. Sorry, she Steph. was tweeting about the uh, MLB. It's teams. either us or the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> two, two lines in the sand. We'll be there next week. But uh, regardless, then there was a break. Uh, the Wednesday, no Tuesday and Wednesday, no events from Interplay per se. A little break, little. But that was because they were doing all kinds of prep for the huge explosion of activity uh, at well, I guess right in front of the Keanu Theater and Arts Center. The um, 
and it's such a good place for it too. Like everyone says that they miss how it was on Franklin. I, I I've, like been, I've been hearing a lot of people say that like it used to be like hours and hours of fun and all kinds of stuff going on in Franklin Ave. And like I'm like, but if you look at that space, like you're look, you're talking talking about just the street, yeah, mm-hmm. which is three three and a half lanes over one block yeah. and I'm like yeah. then you take a look at the space that you've got at Canon Theater they take up more than that on the street alone King Street mm-hmm. plus you've got the uh, inner venues plus you've got the whole parking lot like I'm like of course it might not seem quite as cramped but I'm, there's yeah. tons of stuff I to do I remember when it was at Franklin like I would always go to um uh, plays like inside the fucking hotel, right? But right, they'd yeah. also have plays and can- Cano, so you had to make your way down from Franklin to Cano anyway. But I mean, even yeah. in the hotels, like that might have been good for the hotels, but it's still a conference room with chairs yeah, yeah. set up as opposed mm-hmm. to a dedicated theater space. An actual place. Like, like it or not, and, and regardless of what happened in the past, Cano is the, right now the art center uh, of Fort McMurray, until, obviously until shit happens with this what they got planned with the new downtown core with the Jubilee yeah. Plaza and then the fucking yeah, right. art center going to the Civic but as of now like and it has been in the past Cano has been our art center it just has it's got the facilities for it they got the fucking main stage they got the recital theater plus the rehearsal hall they got all kinds of uh, that's three big venues right there and then plus the stuff they add in for interplay so I think the, the, like this is the third year it's been in King Street and it's just been absolutely perfect I think when they closed down King Street I think they finally got their main stage uh, like orientation Right this yeah. year, like I think we're kind of playing with a couple different locations. Yeah, because every year it's got a different set. Yeah. They had yeah. it set up at was perfect for like the sunlight and yeah. the time of year, and like it's just it was really well done. Yeah, and the beer gardens off to the side. I there. noticed they that were, from they were last year. But like noticed, half shaded, half sunny. I, I noticed the perfect. beer gardens though, man. They were they were prepped. They were prepped for the fucking holocaust oh man they were ready <laughs> just in case fifty thousand people wanted beer right now yeah. they were fucking they were ready set to go. To i go. actually i actually ended up getting to it is yeah, yeah no totally yeah. i ended up getting like put to work i came over i saw no i saw i was broadcasting for the radio station for mix there and i saw dawn uh, from uh, snap magazine over in the beer gardens i went to go and uh you know yell over the fence there and then uh leo or leon I'm not sure which one. Uh, bald guy that works with the beer, the brew house, the Wood Buffalo Brew. Um, yeah. He was just like, come on in, come on in, like, let's chat, whatever. So I said hi for a minute, and then he's just like, here, come with me. And I'm like, what? We'll go to the back of this truck, and he's just like, here, uh, help me get this keg down. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I'll give you a free beer. And I'm like, I can't yet, but later I'll be here. All girls, I guess, that he had with him, but no one could really help him yeah. out with it, I guess. Uh, maybe that was the case, or maybe he didn't want to be mean to them or something. But like, you know, carry these by yourself <laughs> while I watch. <laughs> Do it slowly. <laughs> do, do it this Very slowly. But there, uh, it was it was set up nice. Uh, I love the King Street spot. I think Keanu's a perfect place for it. So if you're listening to events with Buffalo, ignore anyone else that says otherwise. Like once again, I'll bring up like another comment about it that I saw online. And of course, you called it. You're just like, well, there's inevitably inevitably going to be some major complainers. But like, it was pretty well done. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody that was just like, there's nothing to do at Interplay. And, like, the very next comment was, like, no, no, seriously, I almost threw something across the room there, too. I'm, like, the very next comment was, like, did you go inside? Like, you know that half of the festival is, like, inside in the theater, and there's various, like, va- like there's oh, a map, there's, God, like, that there's a schedule. People drive me nuts. There's nothing to do. Like, I'm sorry, if, if you don't find the stuff that there is to do here in Fort McMurray entertaining enough, like, go. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just find, fucking find your, like, Shangri-La somewhere else, because I think that things <laughs> yeah. have been improving and getting pretty damn yeah. awesome here. I mean, like, they're really trying, and every... And the it, weather was yeah. perfect. Oh, man. The weather I mean, was like, perfect. That was one 
one rainy thing, interplay days where you're like, oh, that's unfortunate. That band deserves a bigger right. audience because yeah. it's raining. I think that's one thing that, if you look at the interplays that have really bad attendance, I think it's directly related to the fucking weather. Yeah. I know that first year that we had the IFF, so we're going back two years ago, it was, or three years ago now. Uh, 2011, it was rainy, fucking just pouring down rain, right? So there's no, absolutely anyone with an outdoor venue is shot. <clears throat> Buskers shot, kids play shot, outdoor stage shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, half you, of you your were stages totally, like, yeah. have to be shut down because of the electricity yeah, issue. Yeah, you were yeah. totally dependent on weather on this festival, right? Yeah. So that's why I think when people are like, oh, well, this year sucked, I'm like, Cause it was raining the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. But this year, well, not this year, but people said that in past years, but this year, it was fucking gorgeous, man. The entire time. It was. Yeah, quite literally it was. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, so, And I know that they try. Like, Events of Buffalo, everyone complains about them. <laughs> they do put... They do try. It they was, do try. They do give it their 100% yeah. all to the best of their ability. And I think it played off with Interplay. Yeah. I think this was the one of the better years. Uh, the programming was awesome. Uh, they can always use a little work with the band, yeah. in, in my opinion. Uh, but then again, I wasn't there to see them, so I don't know how they were in the yeah. front. I, and I thought but that's just was, my opinion. There was kind of a less than normal amount of street performers as well. Like, I, like yeah. some, of the, some of the pitches went unused for like four hours at a time, and people didn't know that there was even going to be anything set up there later because there wasn't really signage. Like, it's street performer yeah. style. You just you, you create a crowd, yeah, yeah. and yeah. people see that crowd, and then yeah. they stick with it. Whereas, uh, and usually it's like street performer trades off pitches, right? Yeah, they yeah. they mm-hmm. rotate. This time around, I noticed that there was like way too much off time, way too much downtime yeah. at the pitches. People didn't even realize that there was going to be a show there, yeah. right? Like, it's like, where's the aerial, aerial, aerial Angels, Angels pitch? Yeah. You don't know it's there until it's there. Yeah, yeah. So, until they're actually I, doing their Thing. I definitely yeah. agree with you when you were saying uh, uh, signage. I think that was actually kind of a kind of a problem this year. Was like there was not enough telling you where to go for what you wanted yeah. to do. And uh, I actually know one person who wanted to come out um, to uh, one of the events, and I said, "Oh, I didn't see you there last night." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I got there, but I didn't know where to go." And I was like. Okay, well, there was probably like people you could have asked, but uh, I, I mean, like when you, if they're gonna just put in like that little bit of effort, and, you know what? Well, no, it's, info it's, desk central would be awesome. Yeah, there's yeah. always your different categories of people when it comes to events and events planning. Yeah. You got the people that it, you, you could just say there's movies tonight, and they'll hunt you down. They'll figure out where it is. Yeah. They'll come to it. Then there's the people that are humming and hawing that yeah. are like, well, maybe that you really got to spell it out. And there's the people that you really got to just take their hand yeah, and fucking exactly. walk them there, right? Yeah. You always get that level of people and it's always trying to figure, like I've always been on the higher end where I'm like, yeah. if you don't, if you really want to come to something, you'll you'll find us yeah. and kind of fuck the rest of the people but yeah. I do get that you sometimes need to have that fucking yeah. co- well, coaxing to come. People speak, I mean, even though everybody's speaking English, people still speak different languages when they communicate, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, what what registers in someone brain, someone's brain one way it doesn't in another person's brain, right? Like yeah. well, since we've been hawking Nightflix at Doug McCray Park, how many people have I answered? Where is Doug McCray Park? Located? And that's been shocking <laughs> from to me. people that's lived here for a long time. That's yeah. actually been myself quite shocking to included. Me. Yeah, at the very very start of this oh, whole really? thing, I'm like, where's Doug McCray Park again? Oh, it's yeah. that one park where the only as soon as you say Christmas lights. Oh uh, yeah! During their Christmas parade, yeah. everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Because they do yeah, have the, the, they big, do the big light, lighting there, right? festival when the yeah. and it also didn't starts. help that fucking uh, RMWB programs was doing uh, uh, movies in the oh, park. Oh yeah, the same okay. fucking and the nights. Same and nights. I mean, okay, not not even to mention that it was like the same concepts, two of the same nights at an earlier time at a different location during Interplay. Yeah, and there was a couple of RMWB programs that were in Interplay, like the classic car show, for instance. Yeah. People were getting confused left, right, and center because they were 
movies in the park, and we yeah. were Netflix movies, movies in, in the, the park. park. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like one word. Well, yeah, it's exactly. funny because what they had what they had Despicable Me on Thursday night, and then Avengers on Friday night. They and had I'm like newer big blockbusters. I'm like, damn, Avengers! Like I almost ditched out on fucking Shawshank <laughs> and be like, I really want to go watch Avengers. The highest grossing movie. <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah, but like, come on. I, I, I don't know what RMW programs did. I have no idea the mixture of the two. I don't know if this was planned beforehand, but having two events yeah, separately really on the same plan. weekend is kind of shitty in my yeah. eyes. Well, yeah, and I mean, that's what's... I mean... Whether... Who's to blame, I have no yeah, idea. No, no, yeah, no clue. No clue whatsoever. But just a completely objective observation is that, uh, you know, we, we had... we had Well, that's just it. Yeah, exactly. that these are related. or And that people... Okay, like there were people that did come to Netflix that were like, this is not the movie. That I there was a couple people, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I know that there were also people like online <laughs> yeah. that were like, "Oh man, I can't wait to go see uh, Forrest Gump at Borealis Park," and I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. No, "No, no, 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 no!" Yeah, like, and yeah, so there was a, some confusion on that note, and we had we had requested just like, "Can we be separate from that? We know it's coming up. Can we just be on different dates?" And uh, and you know, as soon as night falls is the best time, right? Yeah. Um, so then uh, when we found out that we were going to be two of the same three nights we're at the same time and they're actually a little earlier we're at 1130 so we can catch the main stage like yeah, yeah. But with that said I think they were I think what helped us is that we were two very different genres of movies like yeah. they're very kids oriented it's funny because I heard one person complain about our movies weren't kids orientated and I'm like okay I get I get yeah. that summer but like even I had the fucking moral dilemma of like do I bring my kid down to this even just to yeah. work the damn thing I'm like no yeah. Like, it's 11.30 at night, people. I don't care if it's summertime. Or you, I don't think you should be bringing kids down yeah. there. To, like, all these kids, these movies aren't kids-friendly. Go watch the movies, the kids' movies that fucking Interplay brought yeah. in at Cano Main Stage. That's just yeah, it. They exactly. have kids' movies that's to open up ki- every day movies. The This is weekend. for yeah. older people. Yeah. Thus the fucking Shawshank. Thus the Forrest Gump. Thus the <laughs> Jurassic Park. You can't the cater way I, to everyone in The way I was event. looking at it in, like, in hindsight was like, if we get those people from the main stage like and the beer gardens, yeah. once yeah. all the music wraps up and they're kind of like filtering out and they're like, oh my god. Oh my god, this is that part of Shawshank Redemption that I fucking love. <laughs> yes. I'm like all yeah. boozed up and emotional. Yeah. I was like, yeah, come and join us. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Yes. Well, let's let's talk about Netflix yeah. before we get into everything else. The uh, so we did Jurassic Park as well. Everyone knows Jurassic Park, Shawshank Redemption, and Forrest Gump for the three nights. Uh, success. I think so. Absolutely. I'd say so. Absolutely. So uh, a couple of troubles we had were uh, popcorn machine <laughs> issues oh, for god. instance. The um, <laughs> popcorn and machine. also just the scheduling. Uh, Kind of, well, I wouldn't even call it a snafu, but a hiccup on the first night just because we couldn't get there until like 10.30 and it was an hour oh, before the, showtime. People were already, too. well, yeah, but people were already kind of, you know, setting up and everything. I'm like, I don't even have music playing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which was a big part of it, man. Don't get, like, when you played fucking Get Lucky that second night, man, people were just absolutely digging. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck no, the music yeah, was way important. And it also, like, drew bigger crowd to to stay because yeah. they knew something some. was going on right, right. Yeah. yeah totally like it's it made it clear we had like the big poster that I designed up on the thing yeah, which man, is which like fucking which look good man made yeah. me feel awesome to see that Hell up yeah. on the big yeah. screen there and like yeah. everybody Hell ready yeah. for it like it was totally yeah. fun well, no we drew like the first night for dress and we Park, did sell we drew, some popcorn mm-hmm. we drew oh yeah <laughs> we drew about like 60 people uh, the second night mm. for Shawshank was we I'd had say about even more I'd say we yeah. started off at our peak or, like a peak 15 minutes into the movie was about 75 and then towards the end probably down to 60 55 yeah, people would leave. Like <laughs> it's got cold and yeah. fuck. Did it ever yeah. get cold, man? That's one thing. First I definitely yeah. underestimated. Is, yeah. is, 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 
you get it's right. It gets a little. You, you get into the groove of things, right? Like I'm sure by the third night, we fucking had her down pat. Yeah, and the third night we did not get it, cold at it all. Would have been, and the well, weather was yeah even more cooperative. Like, yeah, it really wasn't. Nobody there was even a left that fucking last night. magic in the air for Shawshank. Like, call me stupid. <laughs> no, for keep saying this, really, but that really movie, fucking was. I haven't seen that movie in so long too. I remember it being amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's always been Academy Award nominations alone. It's always one of my favorites. It was fucking crystal clear night. There were shooting stars. Our sound oh, was yeah. fixed the from the first night. The sound was fucking and it was perfect. beautiful. Yeah, like, you know, and people just wanted popcorn. Steady. <laughs> Seriously, like there's like a, a moment but uh, well, uh, sh- during Shawshank that I, I I actually just won't be able to forget this image of like watching Shawshank and literally seeing shooting stars in the background behind uh, the screen, and I was just like, this is like this is like it was like done on purpose yeah. or something. <laughs> I couldn't have been three better yeah. nights. Yeah, couldn't have been better nights. Weather wise, absolutely. And I yeah. I honestly I could have shed a, a, a tear or two when people. I mean, they, there was people hooting and hollering pretty much every night. The third night was a smaller crowd, so you yeah. don't get quite as much of that infectious energy. So yeah. I was trying to start the hooting and hollering. People were like. Yeah, but on, after fuck? Jurassic Park, as soon as the credits rolled, as soon as like that <laughs> fade to black with the helicopter over the ocean and the like pelicans and stuff, people were like cheering and yep. clapping and and mm-hmm. and like it was also it was like I made the joke that it was kind of superhero like that stage that we used because during the day it was kids play and it was like all live and <laughs> right, 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 yeah, yeah. but by night <laughs> it's Nightflix stage <laughs> but there were still all kinds of kids toys like bouncy yeah. Like, yeah. moon balloons yeah. and like big <laughs> inflatable like die yeah. and so people by the end of the night each of the three nights were like in Doug McRae Park drunk like <laughs> oh, well, playing fuck, with these kids like, that's toys that's the thing like we had a running joke because it was fucking Todd's girlfriend of this <laughs> okay, well, I'll just tell the story. Like, literally the first night there, the, we had popcorn going for, like, I don't know, 10 minutes, and it, it broke. The popcorn well, machine yeah, broke. no, we jammed it with, like, right, too yeah, much kernels. We, we, were trying to, we were trying to speed the uh, process yeah, up. We were, yeah. Me and Steve were late for everything, so of course we're late for this, and we're just trying to fucking get it going. We're like, Steve's like, no, no, that's all I can take. I'm like, you can take more! It was an air popper, though, and we just overloaded it, so we, oh, like, God. it didn't serve us well for the rest of the weekend because we needed to we, uh, I still need to clean it yeah. up I like tried to pick out some of the pop- there's still yeah. more like in the mechanism somewhere <laughs> I was supposed to come out and help you guys that night too and uh, I remember promising um, I was promising Steve I'm like yeah yeah for sure I'll be out there we talked about it earlier in the day and then uh, I was like, okay, I got to work the next day. Yeah, and I went to sleep. I took a nap at around like eight o'clock. Set an alarm for eight thirty. Woke up at like one o'clock, <laughs> which is funny because like, I got a text from your cousin. <laughs> like it's just like, yeah. so I'm um, just like maybe we might come. I don't know. And I'm like, what is going on? And he's like, yeah. I well, uh, it, I don't know. Matt, and I woke Matt up. To might 15. be getting up soon. I don't. He's driving. I don't know. I woke up with fifteen text messages, all from Andrew, just saying, Matt, Matt. Matt, That's wake up, Matt, hilarious. really, Matt, <laughs> just like, oh my god, I, I slept through all these texts, it my happens. alarm, and then at one that. o'clock, I'm like, oh my god, you guys need help, and Steve's like, That's just just don't worry, we, no, we got it, well, we I got mean, it this night. Once the popcorn machine, uh, like, oh, yeah. went on pause for the rest of the first yeah. night, we sold a couple more drinks, and that was it, right? Yeah. So people kind of just sat and watched, and we were able to go on autopilot, so. Bit of sound problems the first night, trying to get the well, mix down. we didn't have any subwoofer or anything, and we had, uh, like, a lot of condensation. 
sensation going on because it was a little bit. It was like right at that. It was, dew I was, yeah, like I was sitting there, man. I was getting dew on me like yeah. during that night. So it was. A but little the best damp. part though of that night, and I'll, I'll we got the sound fixed though because like it it was fine for our previews, and then it kind of crapped. That's out. That's what I was gonna mention. I was like the fucking best part. It was for. Uh, it's disgusting how much I really enjoy our film fear parody. <laughs> it really yeah. is gross, which yeah. we forced on people. Oh every my god! Night of <laughs> the fucking sound was on bus too, and I like my shit loud and to a point where I'm like Jesus Steve this is fucking loud like all of downtown had to have been like are those bananas like <laughs> seriously so that's why I thought blew the speakers right yeah it, it was so fucking loud that night I'm just like cops are coming this is gonna be fucking great I'm I know right? love this yeah, it's so good <laughs> but then it, things the, the sound kind of fucked up but it, it was definitely manageable um, oh man I honestly don't think it was anything in compared to the fucking Vietnam scene in Forrest Gump with those oh, two subwoofers man <laughs> Oh, but anyway, yeah. we'll get into that. Well, well yeah. no, I was just going to say, like, deafening. we did have some drunk people. Uh, we had. Uh, but no, uh, what I was going to say is, we got the sound uh, check in check for the Tyrannosaurus Rex roar. Oh, yes. The first time that happened, I was just like, this is a beautiful night. <laughs> this is a beautiful moment. Oh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park like, in the yeah, park. Fucking great movie, so too, right? We did have some drunk people. Um, we had one girl labeled Totsky's girlfriend. That uh, oh right, yeah, we haven't even finished, finished that. Tale. Yeah, the first night, uh, <laughs> I, I it was nighttime. At first, I thought I may be bringing Kingston down just to get it set up. So I'm like, what better way to distract them than glow sticks? So then I bought like one or two, and I'm like, yeah, these are kind of cool. Fuck him, I'm gonna buy these for myself, right? So I bought like like fifty bucks worth, and I brought them down for no apparent reason. I, I, I kept using the same joke too, like telling people, why I'm like, not? this is the rave. We're coming down to the rave, right? And they're like, you already used that like ten times. Don't say that ever again. I'm like, oh, sorry. The uh, so anyway, I had glow sticks on, and this one native girl was just like. Oh, I really want those stars. She kept yelling something from like across, but I know what she was trying to say. She wanted glow sticks. So I'm like, nah, no, nah, we're not selling them. Which in my head, I'm like, fuck, next time we gotta sell them. Yeah. Everyone was asking about them. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, 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 whatever. Totally. And she was just being drunk, yelling. I'm like, great. So I'll just kind of sit down here. And I'm sitting next to like Misty Brody. They're all cuddling. I'm just sitting in a chair. Oh, uh, I think Steve. Oh, yeah, there was a chair open where you were sitting next to me, and then you left. And right, it gave yeah. her a fucking opportunity, and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kill Steve. <laughs> I was because I was still setting up when I think like I, a bunch of people came out, like yeah. a bunch of friends came out, mm-hmm. and so I was like, kind of still fixing sound and still selling stuff. So she walked over. She's like, "Is this? Can we use the bug spray? Can I use the bug spray?" I think that's what she said. I'm like, "Go ahead." And she ended up spraying herself in the fucking face. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, she just I like, heard oh. about this. She's just being drunk and fucking irritating. I'm like, "Oh god!" And she keeps like wanting to fucking. Oh, can I sit down? And she's like rubbing me like this and shit. And I'm just like. <laughs> I she's big. Totsky rubs Matt uh, sensually. Old, yeah, <laughs> she's older. Describe it's just, the video. just like uh, I feel bad for saying this, but fuck it. I mean, she's just disgusting. All right. <laughs> oh, We're all waiting for it. Like, and then the disgusting woman <laughs> approached Todd in a sexual way. Oh, and she just kept making all these fucking like I don't know what she was saying because I was trying so hard to ignore her. But oh, I know yeah. it was sexual innuendo. Something like she was putting like she finally like, giving her glow sticks. Wasn't she asking you if you? For tin cup, she kept wanting. She, first, she said tin, tin cup. Then she kept saying can. And I'm just like, can you take a drink out of my can? And I'm just like, oh, like, I've fucked some disgusting women in my time, but wow, never, 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 wow. no, not this. The, uh, and just, just like George Carlin, I never fucked a ten, but one night I fucked five twos. <laughs> 
That's that is exactly true. <laughs> but no, exactly. she just kept fucking like just rubbing me and just fucking yeah. I'm like giving her glow sticks to fucking like, get her to go away, and I'm just like, someone get her up, Steve. You're just please throwing come back. fire. Steve, and this is going on for five minutes. Jurassic Park. The whole time, fucking Steve. There should be uh, electrical pipes on top of this. Steve. Steve. Yeah, uh, and then Brissy and Brody are just laughing their ass off, right? And like finally, I, I think she gets the hint where she's like, I'm like, go away or she's like oh I'm leaving now she's, I love she, how you're like wanting to call out my name and Misty and Brody are behind you <laughs> <laughs> well they were sitting like they were just enjoying their- <laughs> the show yeah really you know you're out do I fix shit? Really? Yeah. Well, just if you would have sat there, if someone would have sat there, we would have been okay, right? <laughs> they some, they, they totally could have wingmanned you and helped you out of that situation. Oh, I they would, chose to watch. <laughs> yeah. It had to have been too funny because I would have laughed at too, right? Oh, God. So well, she leaves. She looks like she's going to shake my hand, and I'm trying to be somewhat polite and to give my head. I'm saying all these things. So I just shake her hand, and she. Or no, she wants to go for a hug, and for some oh, reason god. I fucking went for it. Bring it in for the real thing. And she fucking like started like kissing, licking my oh cheek. Oh my god! And I would have fucking like, vomit. Fucking, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! And it's like she finally got the fucking just of it and left. Oh god! And I'm just what? I just remembered I got really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Hold on. Thomas. Oh, oh, Kendra. Kendra. Uh, Hold on, I want to hear hear that after. I'm almost done this one. The uh, so she gets up at these, and I'm just like I'm just shivering and like in my own disgust, and I'm just sitting there going like Musty and Brody just laughing, and I'm like, what is it? Like the popcorn machine bus. Our speakers are blown, and now I got herpes. I just got. (laughs) I can feel it. I just go home and have like an insane lava shower. I I would have vomit in the morning, and there were like all these messages like Todd's like. Like, I've got herpes, and I'm like, what? Yeah. I missed it too. Like, I, I'm just like, yeah, because you know, I, I think I texted him like the things I do to watch a movie. Because well, right? I kept hearing Misty being like, "Yeah, your girlfriend, yeah, your girlfriend." And you're like, "Oh God, no, I don't want to even hear about it." And I'm like, "What is going? Okay, no I don't one's want to know. Yeah. No one's going to talk. Okay, fine, no one's going to talk." And then it was the next morning in Facebook that I found out what happened. <laughs> Uh, oh, so anyway, she kind of was a theme throughout the nights that I was there. Yeah, yeah. She came back the next night. She did, and, and she I believe brought a she friend. Was, and I believe she was arrested, wasn't she? Yeah, was she that was. her? Yeah, she was arrested. I oh saw God, uh, two cops woman. come around, and oh, uh, we wow. gave her popcorn to shut her up. Yeah, and, and then she was tr- stumbling away, and the cops are trying to hold her up, and they walked her all the way around the fence. And My guess is and, that she's known to. Oh yeah. Well, that's when the, it just hit me at that point where I wasn't paying attention. Where I'm like, this is a free event. Like maybe people that are normally homeless are coming out and sitting out. Absolutely, and I never There's thought of that before. Entertainment right? and See, popcorn this makes and sense. Pops. Uh, this makes sense to me now because uh, I, this must have happened the first night. And the second night I came, uh, I just walked up to Totsky and I said, "Man, have you heard how loud that woman is over there?" And he's like, "Who? My girlfriend?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what?" Because I had not heard this fucking girlfriend. Man. I was like, I hadn't heard this joke yet, so I was like. Is it? Maybe I should shut up about it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, that's I, is that really priceless. Because <laughs> I'm like, really maybe good. I offended him. I don't oh, know. I was like, maybe he's over girlfriend. there. <laughs> wow, it all makes sense now. Though. Yeah. That's, so I, that was the first night. So like I said, she was there the second night, but she behaved. Luckily, because I made sure that I was sitting while well, I was sitting next to a friend of mine, and I was making sure that she wasn't going to sit next to me at all. There was no open space <laughs> around me. I was cluttering my area. Yeah. And yeah. So what happened with Kendra? So that was amazing. The last night of interplay, 
after we were at Boston Pizza and stuff. Well, because Mike was gonna, Mike was all like, "We can go to the downtown Boston Pizza and like stay as late as we want, and get food from the kitchen. It's gonna be all good." And then like, oh, the Interplay Film Festival. And then we we're like, yes, yes go to the Timberley Boston Pizza. And Mike's yeah. like, "Well, see you guys." Yeah. <laughs> but uh, okay. no, we, we, and the kitchen was closed, and we were and able to get that drink closed, right. Yeah. So everybody dispersed to get some food. We went to Joma's just down the way, and we were still looking pretty dapper. I had my red dress on, and Steve was all spiffied up in his like but, suit and whatnot. It was, good but it was what Kendra said, though. She was Who's Kendra? Okay, so, okay, so I'm leaning against the counter at Joma's, and Steve's and like, we can feel the eyes on us. He's on my left hand, hand side, and you know, like, people are obviously staring at us because we're, like, Dressed in up. full blowing, like... Award <laughs> ceremony <laughs> gear. Award yeah, ceremony yeah. gear for this... And, and so one girl just like appears on Ashley's other side, just <laughs> like right just side. like Prince she's material, like, like, like totally like spawn creepy Prince like, style. Hi, I'm like, you're, hey. you're the beauty of the island. No, she didn't say that. She said, she said, oh yeah, are you from somewhere I, else? I love your dress, and I'm like, oh, thank you. And she's like, are you from somewhere else? And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying nothing. I'm not being helpful at all. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, and like look over, like, please get a pizza pasta to the check. Oh yeah, and meanwhile, girl behind the counter is just smiling. So she rough looking? Is she normal looking? Is she actually? It was like like three girls, two guys group. The two guys are smoking outside. The three girls were sitting waiting for their order, and and they were all loaded. Like all five of them had just been partying, probably from BPs. Okay, so, yeah. so, so she's like, so like, puts her hand on my face. So like, what's no, your like name? No, like hand on face, which hand like face. slipped around the back of the neck yeah. over the shoulder. So like, what's your wow. name? Like rubbing my whole body. Oh, this is good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> just, right, just Hold on, Matt, Matt, get the lights. Get yeah. the lights. Turn the lights. Get the lights down. She's like, so. Like, what's your name? I'm like Ashley. Like instantly, we're getting it. She's like. I'm Kendra, and I just—I just—you're so beautiful, and I'm like, and she literally verbatim said it. Like, and she's like, I just—I just wanna. On my kisses my shoulder and I'm like and so I'm like that way. Yeah. Like, Kendra, he's looking that way, like looking. No, right no, no, no. I was, I was staring. I was Continue. like, uh-huh. and I watched she her like, like no, 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 because she like kisses kisses Ashley's shoulder, literally kisses her neck, kisses, kisses my like neck, right beside her lips on her cheek, beside my mouth, and that's when and Ashley's like, like, oh, okay. like, oh, and she's like, just no, no, she kisses my shoulder. And she's like, you're just. Like you're grabs the, my hand. She said it. You're She's the like, beauty you're, of the islands. You're just the beauty of the islands. <laughs> oh my god! I'm using that. That's fucking that's perfect. perfect. <laughs> that's I'm next I'm like, look at her, and I'm like, okay, so that's probably it's the like, coolest thing. Next your pizza, and we're like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, yeah, that's so it. then she kisses like right below my ear, and then she kisses like, and I'm like, what like are you corner doing? of the lips, Gets wow. the corner of my lips, and I'm like. Nice to meet you, Kendra. Like trying to get. And her then off Steve of me orders Steve. five more pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> what is the longest thing to cook on your like, menu? Honestly, we're like walking out the door. We got a hamburger. Her, we don't serve that. I know. Just go get one. Her, her hands are like on my shoulders, and she like the follows rough. us on the way. Like, no. yes, follow, like, she wanted. I'm fucking totally. She wanted the V. Good. I'm totally <laughs> using that, man. I'll be but like. She, 
She was fucking mesmerized, man. I want to be like, you're the beauty from the island. Chicks from Newfoundland. Chicks from Newfoundland. You're the beauty of the island. The entire island you are the beauty of. There's no beauty greater. And I think she said something about the ocean, too. I don't even know. She is so fucking... Kendra. Kendra, get in touch. If you're listening, you know that was you. Get in touch, touch. Joma's on Friday night. Sunday night. show at YMM Podcast. Dot com. We like pictures. <laughs> the lines are open. I swear to God, look at that. She's like shorter than me and blonde and like. Yes, more description. Oh, okay. Yes, please. Yeah, what was she wearing? <laughs> she was. Oh fuck, I don't know what she was. Be wearing. as descriptive as possible. <laughs> she was. She was. Um. She was like semi dressed up. She was like a blue eyed damsel. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty of the islands. Wow. Beauty. That's crazy. That's that, fucking. That worked on me. That. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. That's fucking. Let's go. The on. beauty of the island. And I was <laughs> like, holy shit, girl. Like, <laughs> just thank you. She. <laughs> She led with her clothes. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah. Straight well, up. that's what I was just going to say. It's not much of a segue now, but I was going to say, it was like, we really all... Kinda... And then I demonstrated on Steph. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. I'm like, Steph, you'll never believe what happened to me. And she let me, like, reenact the whole thing. It was awesome. So I pretty much Description Steph. again. Yeah. So I kissed Steph here, and then I kissed her here. Did you say and she's kissed, beauty and she from... was just like, she's just, like, standing there the whole time, and she's like... Oh yeah, that's pretty intense. <laughs> like, that's so stuff. Anyway, kind of. <laughs> the uh, wow, well, oh, I don't God. think we can follow that up at all. <laughs> yeah, that's our play, folks. <laughs> okay, so interplay. I had the most yeah. sexual interplay ever. Misty that's... took me to the fucking ground. Oh my God, that was so I can't even talk about funny. that. Like, no. that was uh, aggressive, man. And, like, Steph, Ash was like, ha, Steph ha, and Misty, <laughs> like, were fighting over me at trivia night. And then fucking Kendra. Everyone wants a piece of ash cake. I think that's what we're getting to here. <laughs> apparently. Oh, that's apparently. Kind of like a, a slice, would you say? Slice? Oh, oh shit. shit. Bravo. <laughs> slice of Bravo. ash cake. Bravo. But, I could, but I thought the pun was like piece of ass, piece of oh, ash cake. Okay. Right? Well, that's, oh, okay. And it's a piece of cake. Ash, ash cake. Or uh, ash cake. Right. Like uh, Kelton's Kelton saying. <laughs> ash cake. Squiggle. <laughs> We got to fill you in. So Calton did a. We had a movie night. That here, was the funniest and thing. And Calton like wasn't wasn't invited, but he wasn't invited. Like we just didn't. Well, you can only fit so many people in a living room, right? Yeah. One point, yeah. And like, and so he sat in the vehicle outside Todd's house. None of us with knew, Eric Janvier podcasted about how Eric was <laughs> that we were having a movie night. Oh, with it was like it was like the Kelton Stepanowicz show episode the, two. This was when the Avengers came out. Like this was a while ago, and it was before we like really knew him very well too so it was like really really? creepy and when I got out of my sister's car no Danielle's car my boss's car to walk in I was like all dressed up as Black Widow and stuff he's like well there goes ass cake I mean oh (laughs) shit ass cake squiggle and I'm like got these tightest tights I'm on I'm pretty sure that uh, oh yeah you were were yeah totally dressed up to the nines but uh, I'm pretty sure that Eric Janvier was Apparently just like this is wrong. This is so wrong. like just losing his shit as soon as that pun happened. Oh, Accidental man. pun. It was uh, excellent. Good time. Okay, I'm not you can't just come in here and tell this epic story and leave. <laughs> yeah. 
The, but, um, what a description. I was going to mention, Bye, uh, what <laughs> I wanted to fucking say is I really enjoyed our, our Interplay Film Festival Awards Night, Everyone, except for me, of course. Everyone was dressed up as you a You know, it was awesome with I your fucking, tie and everything. I loved like, it. it yeah. Well, everyone kept the saying... Best, the best part was that we played the Film Fair trailer and you had the Todsky shirt on with a tie. Yeah. Like, it was so... Yeah, good. it was perfect. It was actually perfect because it was already relatable. You remember that? It was already yeah. relatable. You remember that Barrett's and Beretta Mother's Day... Thing. Uh, there's okay. There's a line that there's two lines from that that just stick in my head. Anyway, if you haven't seen that yet, you have to search for it. Barrett's and Beretta. They're from like New York State, and they're hilarious. Um, and uh, there's it's this Mother's Day video where like they're trying to take a the two brothers photograph for Mother's Day, and the one guy's like super all into it, and he's like dressed up nice. He's got a tie and a button up shirt and everything. The other guy comes out in like a tool t shirt. It's like it's just. Is this a picture for mom? Like, fine, let's just do this. Let's just do this, right? So it's them bickering, and it's pretty funny. But there's one, there's one part that really stuck out that, like, I was thinking, it kept repeating in my head that whole time because you had a tie over a T-shirt, right? And that's what the guy does when he's just like, "Put on a tie. It's for mom." Like, the guy comes he's back, just, just like, tie on T-shirt. Like, the whole time we were there, like, here you fucking go, fucking Ash, uh, Ashcake, and fucking Missy were just like, you. Everyone's got to dress up. We got to look nice. And I'm like, okay, I'll wear Did a tie. On that mad. Yeah. Yes, I was like, okay, I'll wear a tie, and both of them were just was like after the Missy takedown, okay? <laughs> and both of them were just like, oh, perfect, all right. And I'm just like, I wonder if they really think I'm going to dress up. Yeah. Missy, maybe I, I think I like to think fucking Ashcake knows me a bit better than that. I knew that you were just going to wear. The, uh, I'm like, I'll wear a tie. I literally I called it perfect, like five minutes before you walked in. I, I said it to Tito. I was like, well, how I, much do you want to bet I that it's going to be a tie over T-shirt? When you were, and like, you came around the corner, and Tito was like, holy. Fuck. When you were, when you were walking out that day, I'm like, I'm like. So you're going to put on a tie, right? And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put on a tie. And I'm like, and it's going to be just a tie with your T-shirt. And you just, like, shook your head and you're walking. I'm like, I don't fuck. wear nice clothes. I don't fit in you them. Those, is my uh, biggest problem. I don't fucking. Those, uh, they don't those, sell them to me. <laughs> <laughs> those pictures on the red carpet, though, man, I think I, I think I got one of the best. I don't want to toot my own horn here. No, but I think I got. You got some great shots I think I got, that. like, the best picture, which will be, like, my. You know, Facebook you and, profile. You and Kat, you and yeah, Kat. me and uh, me and Cat on the uh, oh, red Kat is, carpet. Cat or Kate? Yeah, it's Cat. Okay. I know it's spelled Kate. A lot of people say that too, but uh, yeah, that that, that amazing nice picture. I told I told Tito, I was like, "Can you make it look like your paparazzi?" And he's like, "Yes." And he like got all pumped. He's like, "Okay, and you look here, and you put your hand up like this." And I was like, oh, "Okay." It's so and I'm like, "That's like gonna be my display picture of my life." He, he was like. Those moments where he could have, like have fun with the, the red carpet yeah. photos, yeah. When it wasn't just they looked like, fucking pose. good. Like, yeah. they, they looked amazing, but like when he yeah. was able to have that yeah. fun with direction and stuff like that, he was <laughs> Tito, in his well, element. Tito's a photographer to the core, right? Yeah. Like, he loves it. And oh, that is tell. the best picture of the entire like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, that was that was good. yeah. I, I love. It looked that like straight up your Sean Penn. Yeah, like, I know, like like I was just oh so sick and tired of the shit yeah. of people taking my pictures. And cat's expression hilarious. Like cat's expression is like perfect. Like she's like she's like looking. At another reporter or something yeah. like no, over good. here, it's 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 amazing. She's like, it's like she was just enjoying the show. Right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, so many people use that as her profile pics. Like, like I just keep getting some of those notifications. Okay, I wanted yeah, to comment on that because I mean, I know we missed the full on like film festival. Fuck it, it's all so interplay. We, well, we got to get it back back into the final weekend of interplay. But one thing that I noticed that I thought was amazing and was like a sh- like a pat on the back every single time that we did something awesome we pulled off something awesome was that people's profile pictures were like oh, yeah. popping up with these red carpet oh, IFF photos oh, like people were loved having that photo of themselves online like yeah. it's just like 
because we all have the link to the uh, not yourself but we all have the link to like the film makers we're, we're all association on and so like literally my phone is just like your photo has been set mm. as somebody's profile picture your yeah. photo has been set as yeah, somebody's I'm like what is going bing, on bing, by the time I checked bing, it I realized bing, what was going bing, on I, know, I keep thinking it's all pictures of me I'm just like what the fuck I'm like, oh wait okay. I'm like I only took like three pictures that night till my phone died like, but no what yeah. was like everyone dressed up like not just the, the board members like we like we were told to do yeah but no everyone dressed up that night you guys all yeah. wore a tie yeah. We, everyone we dressed up that. that night. Even fucking Zach's brother, he actually went home and changed. I noticed yeah, that because wow. there's pictures of him looking different. I'll keep calm and carry on yeah. shirt. And then he's, he's like friends with my brother. Oh yeah, so random and weird. They my went home and changed because like, they felt underdressed. He won. That's my friend. Like <laughs> freaking out. That's hilarious. Yeah, really but yeah. So they went home and, and that to me that was awesome. Like. It, <laughs> We're like the Oscars. Yeah, it, it was it was seriously like oh such a crazy event for me. Like, we got the red carpet pictures. I got to show <laughs> off this video that I was like, you know, I was I was so paranoid about, and it ended up turning out really well. And uh, yeah, like you I went to didn't all three even nights. See it before? No, him, yeah, the, I, I was talking about that on the last podcast. Is that I had never even seen that video until that night. And I mean, like there was like those four seconds that like made us all just kind of go like <gasps> where you know, it, it kind of glitches for like about four seconds mm-hmm. but besides that like oh not you know even we're, yeah we're all like we're, we're all looking at each other once ours played and we're all excited and like you know even though we didn't win like that's not gonna deter me from doing it again and like that's doing some other ones on my yeah. on my own now because yeah. I now I realize I've had a good camera this entire time and I didn't even realize it so yeah. now I'm gonna start filming my own stuff and doing that on the side and Hell this yeah. is really so funny, oh, yeah. this has really brought this out of me like I you've created a monster uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no and I went in every film competition and I never won a single one and now I'm one of the founding members of the <laughs> so there you go Get you places. That's how good you were. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's way too good for the competition. Let's just take her in as a board member. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just like, we have to. We'll just dampen her ego. Photos? We'll just keep Stop her motion. Ego down. The, uh, Dude, it wasn't even photos. I was so dumb. I took video clips and then had to take stills from the video. <laughs> really? Yeah, wow. I screwed Oof. up so bad. I don't even know what I was thinking. That must have been really the, um, Really. Brutal. Let's get on. So, uh, once again, Sorry. amazing. No, let's get on to the last weekend that was. <laughs> Because which I was never we at. just spent two hours talking about the film festival, which I also, I can spend fucking four hours talking about it because I've had a blast. The uh, but let's talk about the weekend that went into uh, the last weekend of Interplay, where I don't even know what some of these bands were. Like uh, the opening band on Thursday night was Havana de Primera. Ha- some, so they're uh, from Cuba? Cuban Cuban Apparently dance music. They were amazing. Yeah, I heard they were pretty good. Like it's a huge Everyone ensemble. Was getting their groove on. All right, Havana de Primera. Ooh, yeah. Big ensemble. A lot of people are getting their Latino fucking groove on. Yeah, I was gonna try to make something up. I couldn't. The, uh, no, <laughs> but it sounded pretty good. I don't know what the turnout was. Was the turnout good? Was anyone I there? Know, I wasn't there. No one was there. Yeah, Russell Thomas, let us know. It yeah. sounded like it was okay. Uh, I was saying it was a good turnout yeah. on Instagrams. Because uh, the, they started at 8 o'clock on Thursday night, which led into our first night, uh, Jurassic Park, which we've already discussed. Great night. Uh, then, kind of Fridays, when everything kicked off, man, we had a lot of shit on the go Friday. Well, and it started off with some kids' play movies and some, like, that's when well, the street had, performers yeah, were on with the go. a chance of meatballs, uh, the homegrown talent search, which I, I took Heck in yeah. a few of it there. Um, I, got, I got to catch some of it kind of being there for work and then some of it organically, but uh, I didn't actually catch the finals. 
I never caught the final. But I did get you know the names. Yeah, 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 I did get the names. We got to, in third place. It was Nick Heffelfinger. Yep. Uh, second place was Stu Marchand, and first place was Jen Lynch. Jen Lynch, um, hey. a name we've heard quite a bit in the last year because she was what the star of Hometown, mm-hmm. one of the leads oh, of Hometown there musical. You go. Uh, unfortunately, she's one that's taken her. T- she's taken her talents out of Fort McMurray. Or she's moving to Vancouver to uh, pursue her. Why wouldn't her she perf- join the film face, the film association? Yes, that's a Why wouldn't you join us? That's what I do. Give up your fucking schooling, give up your passions, and join us. Join. I will rule. Neil! Supplication. <laughs> so then they had uh, kudos Jen Lynch on winning the homegrown talent search. We didn't find that out till Sunday. Uh, Crazy Crew, which was all those bikers, they were really really cool. They didn't have they did have some they had dirt two bike stunt stunt crews actually. Yeah, the Crazy Crew yeah. was the BMXers, and they had the, and they the, had the Latimer stunts, uh, the A team. What they're called? Yeah, that's Ryan Hocko's like group. Lots of yeah. ice. The Hocko Freestyle, like Canadian A. Yeah, Canadian the A. A team. Oh. <laughs> I caught the tail oh, end of them. Uh, Kingston was as soon as he found out there was bouncy castles, man. Like <laughs> fucking, Dad, he, we got oh man, go. he was going through candy and everything to get through Apparently those. Apparently, there are two bouncy castle fiends in town. Thank you, Andrew. I learned that from you today. <laughs> Is there yeah, even when I saw was the like, bouncy castles, was I was like, excited. He was like, you know, a lot of people say there isn't much to do in this town, but then I found out there were two bouncy castle vendors. <laughs> He's like, you win this time, Fort McMurray. And I'm like, damn straight well, bouncy they, castles. And they were fucking strict, because apparently, like, what I learned is that you needed to pay to get your kid a wristband mm. to get into the bouncy castles. And they were enforcing that shit. Like, Kingston oh, was, like, running really? to the bouncy castle, and I didn't know at the time. And like he, the guy's just right. like, stop! <laughs> and then the case is this look, and he like looks at me, he's like, you, your kid needs, a, your kid needs a fucking wristband. Oh, he's, uh, he's very polite actually. He's like, yeah, excuse me, your kid needs a wristband. And then yeah. I had my interplay artist thing on, yeah. and he's like, oh, okay, never mind. And then he goes on break. So the other guy comes in. He's like, "You, <laughs> your kid needs a wristband." Oh, um, I'm just saying, does this matter? He's like, "Well, just go and get the damn wristband for free." I'm like, "Man, you are one real crabby people." Yeah. But I, I suppose wow. with the fucking amount of kids, yeah. And, and, and like, it's funny. You go, you stroll through the kids park, and it's total fucking like Plus kids wanted, the, own their parents at that the point. The important mm-hmm. thing about that stuff is like, uh, they really got to keep track of the numbers of stuff, like. I harped at <laughs> you at the film festival about how important yeah. it was to get your tickets scanned so that we knew how many people were in the theater. So, like, we could be like, well, here were the numbers from last year. This is why we need it to be better this year. Like, blah, 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 you know. So that's the same thing with Interplay. They need to know how many kids use the bouncy castles. <laughs> I get it. So that I've never said what you said doesn't make sense. No, no, no. I no, just know sure, that regardless of the numbers, we're still going to do it next year. No, no, That's why to me it doesn't matter. No, I know that. But yeah. I mean, but I like, get it for events, events where Buffalo might not get bouncy castles next year if none of the kids got wristbands and then all the kids I don't want to live in such a world (laughs) (laughs) there's fucking two raiders they're damn well better than bouncy castles I had kids asking about laser tag where's the laser tag and I'm like uh, make it up was there a laser tag in the fucking the first year that it was at Keanu there was really first year interplay was at Keanu it was in (laughs) composite high school and there was laser tag and so the kids were like where like I was broadcasting like where's the laser tag and I'm like I don't think there is this year I'm talking about it's at comp. and I'm like, 
I'll check the guide. <laughs> like, I don't see any laser tag. I'm sorry to have to be the bearer of that news. <laughs> Basically, like they're like, no, like no, ask one of the people in events with buffalo t-shirts. Once I actually did the, it took the effort to like look though. They're like, oh, okay, fine. I guess. Well, no, no but like you walk through a kids play in the park and you will know that kids own their fucking parents. Like so oh, many yeah. kids I've seen screaming. So many parents I see just ripping out their head. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Kingston was a saint. It's just that. We weren't there that long, I guess. It's like one girl walked up to one of the guys at the, Kings, the bouncy castle at Kingston was in, was just like, "Did you guys get this fixed yet?" And the guy literally just relieved the other guy. He's like, yeah. uh, "What are you talking about? Some kid got sick in there." Oh, <laughs> and then I just pictured like the kids bouncing this puke. And I just started laughing. I just started laughing. Right? I'm like, "Yeah, Kingston's got all his shots. Right? He's fine. Yeah, uh, he's having a blast, man. I could have it smells in there. <laughs> get in there, Dad. I could just imagine." Dad, <laughs> smells really well, no, bad. Well, no, like this chick was really giving this guy a hard time. He's like, I literally just relieved the guy like two minutes ago. He said it looks fine from this angle, and then yeah. she's like, ugh, and walked away. I'm like, parents really have it fucking. Some like they're really stressed like, yeah. when it comes to their kid, right? And it's funny because this guy that relieved the other guy. He's, like, trying to read, like, the safety instructions <laughs> as the kids are piling in there and shit, right? Oh, and I'm just God. like, come on, there's only one way a kid can learn in a bouncy castle. As yeah. soon as they collide head first, yeah. they're going to know, don't do that yeah, anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. We all had to learn that lesson <laughs> at some point. So luckily, uh, before we got too deep into it, I, I took Kingston to Nolan's show, which was Order of the Black Coats. This was uh, Order of the Black Cloaks. This was on Sunday. And uh, I wanted to go see that show, uh, and I was didn't... Kingston was coming down with me. I didn't have a babysitter, so I'm like, we're going to... Check out Ordered by Cloaks. I know I'm kind of jumping ahead because I'm on Sunday, but Nolan, good fucking job, man. This was an absolutely incredible, incredible, incredible performance. And I hate my job for not being able to go today. Uh, Brody, Misty, uh, Anthony Wall, and, and Rhiannon. For not going oh my god, they just fucking killed it. It was well written by Nolan, it was well executed by the four of them. This thing needs to be seen again and come hell or high water. I personally will make sure that this gets played before McMurray again because we pe- more people need to see it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm wow. also sad that I, I got I, I missed it. that because I really uh, I really wanted to, especially after our last podcast with uh, with Nolan here. I was uh, I told him I'd be there, and now I'm just a big fat liar. So uh, I apologize, Nolan. Uh, if you do Shit play ha- it again, Shit I will happens. watch it. Oh, it, like I said, it will be played again. It needs to. It needs to be in some format, be it film, yeah. or be it fucking on stage again. But yeah. it, it, to me, it'll work both ways, yeah. and it, it was absolutely awesome. So I had so well done. Up. I thought it was playing on the Sunday. So did I at first. It's a good thing I read. Didn't the thing. go to the last show, and then all of a sudden looked at the schedule and went. So then that's oh, when I dragged. Fuck. That's why I dragged Kingston there, and it was kind of rough with him. Because it's 35 minutes of just dialogue, right? Yeah. Kingston, five-year-old, ain't that nah, going to fly. So not going to do it. He, it was a rough go, but I, I really wanted to see it, so I was dragging his ass to it there. So uh, kudos, well done. Uh, we can keep going, I guess, down for what else did people check out. Um, um, so apparently when the aerial angels were up on stage, Steve Link got naked. Fuck! Yep. Description? I missed that. <laughs> <Turn down laughs> the lights again. I wasn't there, but she was telling us afterwards. She when was she also came telling to us that she on. wasn't wearing panties. Yeah, she wasn't. She oh, no, was in oh, yeah. so uh, the She went into stage, great detail they? about that. Well, actually, well, she was. I think she was one no. of the hosts, right? 
She was hosting the Midnight Four Play. So yeah, I'm thinking they so were the doing Ariel something Angels for that. She was doing just, something for that. Yeah. Yeah, it was during the like it was during the variety show, not the actual no no show, but it was okay. an example of what happens during the no no show, which is that they get their own clothes off plus audience members' clothes off in wow. a very safe and fun atmosphere, uh, and they keep upping the number. Right, like first person called up will be like, "You have to remove one article of clothing." Second person is two, and then they'll like go to one of the people on stage, so yeah. it makes uh, you feel a little bit more. So comfortable. Steve had a dress on. Didn't have underwear on. And oh, so, like, Steve. And so the guy, no, I didn't actually that go too. to I'm like, Steve had a dress on. I'm like, ooh, what did I miss here? Description. <laughs> Describe it. Turn on the lights. Color and fabric. Um, but no, apparently the guy in the Ariel Angels show, like... It was just like, that's okay, I've got two. And, like, gave her, like, his second pair of underwear that he was wearing. Yeah. So, but he was literally wearing two. And she was so and, disturbed. And uh, Becky, too. Becky got, like, oh, really? naked on stage, apparently. Oh, there was the no Ariel Angels nights. flying around, obviously. Was I just, there? I uh, don't know, I can't comment. I think <laughs> the weirdest part of the whole story is that there was a guy wearing two pairs of underwear at one time. I think for that very and reason. But, but the thing is, it's not just the guy. All the Ariel Angels have multiple pieces of underwear on, because that's part of the joke. They're like, because the, the off audience either. is not, like, they're wearing their regular oh, clothes, right? And then when they are like, oh, we have to take off seven pieces of clothing, they're like, okay, well, here's six pairs of underwear and one bra. I would think just for that reason, too, because exactly. knowing that you're going to bring audience members up, they're like, I'm not wearing any fucking panties. This is all look like they're wearing diapers. And it's diapers. a guy. You just got to be like, you got to whip something at him, yeah. right? Totally. Yeah, so they, like, held up a cardigan so that she could take her dress off and... Yeah, she got her kid off. I, I would totally strip I, on stage. I, I just sure. want to stop for a minute I'm and right say I wish... Misty. Uh, Misty and Steph. I don't know if Misty got her kid off, but... I, I really wish I could remove my underwear in such a way that Todd just described. Like, uh, just literally ripping it... was it one hand. Out of my, bo- <laughs> out of my body. You can't awesome. do that? I got no, the mastered, man. Yeah. It was like the Hansel, like, Zoolander <laughs> yeah. style. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> So, okay, the Midnight Four play I heard was excellent. Uh, that would happen just as Netflix was going on. Kind of on, a so mixed bag it. of what, you got, the You other got to shows. see snippets of other shows, so it gives you like a little preview, right? Uh, the Naughty No No show, which we seem to be up against every year. And, which like, I want to ditch most, our events to go watch. I know. What was most upsetting was that I didn't get to go to any of the Ariel Angels show, and they're like us. They're like. Uh, one of the pinnacles of interplay. Yeah. And I've never seen them, and it no, really neither. pisses me off. Me neither. I never even seen their their, their buskers show either, right? And I'm like, Ugh. oh, and it's great. Yeah, it's so, so great. Mental note: Fuck interplay next year. I actually know what's funny is I shit. saw them today because apparently uh, Nick Lindsay of K Rock fame uh, here in town, he was at their last show at Interplay, got up on stage, ended up getting like naked down to like a sock, like Red Hot Chili Pepper style. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. he also after Bare the show, ass on stage. Yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently, and uh, that's what I heard. Uh, that's what he yeah, told me. That's and what then I heard um, it, actually, he had the, he managed to talk them into. I guess they're staying long enough today for their flight or whatever that he was able to come in this afternoon. So I'm literally doing my show, and I look <laughs> over, and the aerial angels are, are in there like. In their underwear, and I'm like, <gasps> immediate jealousy. <laughs> I'm like, what's so going on here? He's not paying yeah. any attention. Oh, like, <laughs> but um, Steve, you just run the air. Yeah. You literally hear Instagram. Steve's voice like fade off. It's like, so next coming up is <laughs> off of the uh, So weather in Fort Mac. Cloudy? Is that what we're talking about? It's steamy. Cloudy, it's very humidity. A chance of underwear. <laughs> a chance a of nipple. Out. What did I say? Nipple, 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 uh, nipples. So the Naughty No No Show was definitely a big hit. Um, we, we already talked about the Netflix stuff. Oh, Kendra. 
love Kendra. Kendra's gonna be my Order of the Black Cokes. Uh, like I said, I I can't talk any like better about this show. Like this is no one like. Not only is he a friend of the show and also a friend of like of all of ours, but like it's a locally produced show. This guy like he 100%. wrote it in Fort Mac. There's all Fort Mac people in it. It like I could not have asked for better, which I thank you, Events with Buffalo, for putting no one always lo- steps the bar up. For putting that local content back into Interplay, which I mm-hmm. think made the difference. There was Order of the Black Coats uh, Black Cloaks. I got to see uh oh, I gotta make sure I say this right or she's gonna fucking care. Barefoot <laughs> in Barefoot night by They candlelight. say it so many times to play too. I don't know why I can't Barefoot in Nightgown by Candlelight. Uh, Misty, uh, I think she directed it, but she's also in it uh, with Michelle Thorne and Amanda with Campbell. With the downstage bunnies. Downstage bunnies. Fucking incredible. Like, this is... We want to talk erotic? Oh, my God. Don't, I don't want to talk erotic because I didn't get to see it. Yeah. Oh, you don't? You don't no, can't I, tell you I missed it. Yeah, no. Well, I'm hoping that Misty this Misty fucks like a retarded again. kid in it. It's fucking great. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. It's all simulated. Well, that works well for me. She what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so blown away by what I... I really missed, like, everything. I started reading the description of Barefoot and Nightgown by Candlelight. I heard, Missing Bucks, a retarded kid? Is that what... In a burn. What? Yeah. The way I you said you that, saying... though, it was just, like, jerking off to, like... <laughs> Just shoot me back in the day. Like, oh that's God. good enough for me. It's all simulated, but it's great. What? Oh my God. Basically, it's about like three girls in like, this all girls school that just wakes up at night. <laughs> they wake up at night and they do this game, uh, and basically, it's, it's witness, slave, and mistress. And then the mistress has to order the slave to do stuff, and then they just keep. Uh, Escalating what they do To a point where it's like Kill the bird Fuck the retarded kid uh, Burn down the house I just can't read the fucking ending But whatever It doesn't matter (laughs) It doesn't matter Because you need to be able To fucking see this Because what makes this Fucking play awesome Is the fucking a spoiler alert alarm Like before you do it Again They need to fucking Play this again On the hush We've heard that it might be So we don't want to ruin it Yeah Spoiler alert Spoiler alert Before We actually just need A spoiler like alarm Like like a what? <laughs> 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 How about the fucking Silent Dead alarm? Because every goddamn oh, Silent, podcast, Silent Hill, yeah, oh, the, um, yeah. Ugh. What makes her fucking performance? Oh, what makes all their this play is the fucking lighting. It's incredible. The mood is set. The fucking the way they act, the way it's talked, the way it's played. It was absolutely incredible play. So fucking loved the three of them. Uh, it, it won it won awards. Uh, best Wait. regional. No, provincial. I think Maybe we can just was. get them to perform it for us, like, <laughs> privately. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it sounds yeah. really I'll kinky. I'll pay. It does, actually. I'll pay. Can I be the retarded kid in the bar? <laughs> should, we, should we book the recital theater? <laughs> and you were worried about Brody coming and punching you in the back of the head. Yeah, right. Oh, shit. He doesn't read the thread, but he might listen to this. Oh, he knows yeah, I just made it way worse. He knows I it. It was um, me. I was pretending to be Todd. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, actually, literally, that's not a cover. Literally, not a cover. Incredible performance. This is award-winning. Once again, uh, hopefully, they co- it comes back for Culture Days. If it doesn't, or even if it does, again, I'll do everything in my power. Is that a secret? Anyway, 
don't think so. Well, I mean, it's 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 only a secret because it's not officially announced. Yeah, right? it's, like, uh, nothing's official. Nothing that we talk about. Again, it needs to happen again. I'll make sure it does. In some I'll, I'll fight for it too, and not just because I missed it, but because like the one thing I'll say, I'm not even it. having seen it, is that like I know uh, each of the people involved, yeah. and they're extremely oh, talented. They fucking killed it, and Steve. you like I really All need for McMurray to know the caliber of of production and acting that is in this town, and and not just that but like on an aside music wise too yeah so many incredible well, look artists at, like, like, you talk a little bit about uh, the homegrown talent shirt search or like did you well that was a mixed bag too i mean that was uh, any kind of talent that you want that you have you could enter right so there was bird calling which was actually like bird mind blowing really mind blowingly really? good uh to like dance to music to i mean i think the three winners ended up being musically related and uh that's the main theme just kind of traditionally of the homegrown talent search from suncor this is a staple mm-hmm. uh, for anybody who's not from Fort mcmurray or not uh, not been there for very long this has been going on for years and years interplay itself is 23 years old and I think the homegrown talent search is at least six or seven, um, probably more than that. And it's been like the starting point for a lot of different people. Like there's there's um, not just the mandate to be in it and to win the prize money. Like first place is $2,500, which can really get yeah. an emerging artist on their feet. But there's also like the onus to come back and perform. Not you know It's not always a possibility because of scheduling, what, what have yeah. you. But there, there is an attempt at least to get the reigning champ of uh, the talent search to come back and perform for the talent search. Or add interplay as like a, an opener for one of the headliners. And uh, for instance, Chantel Davidson. She's a former. I don't know. I don't know what she want. I don't know if she got first, um, or she's definitely placed in the top three. And she was back this year as yeah. one of the performers on stage. And it's so like it's a an, a cycle of development, right? It's mm-hmm. a cycle of support for artists. Mm-hmm. So it's a very important place where if you're feeling like you need to get your start, or you're not sure exactly how to get your foot in the door art wise in Fort McMurray talent wise, mm-hmm. that is a really good way to do and it. And local beer. It's and it's good. <laughs> Fort Max got talent. Well, no, it's, it's amazing money, like, how much talent first, we have. Uh, f- uh, third place is five hundred. Uh, se- <laughs> second place is, is a G. It's G, and then yeah. first place is twenty five hundred bucks. That's not in the shy over. That's how we make thousands. The, <laughs> the uh, so no fucking kudos to that one. That one's judged and and voted for by. Uh, well, it's uh, they get new judges every year, but it's a panel of three, yeah, it's, and it's they judged. do it uh, they do it panel style. So, like mm. after every act, there's always a comment from each of the judges. I've actually been on that panel before. Oh, really? And uh, oh, yeah, a couple years, ago, uh, two years in a row for for a couple you years. You were there. one of the judges on Franklin, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember you. Absolutely. I remember checking you out that one. Time. <laughs> <laughs> so I I, I, I know love. it's not. A- <laughs> Oh. A little too. Yeah. <laughs> I know Sorry, uh, I'm just trying to. F- I, I knew I heard a heavy cough, breathing cough. in the co- in cough, the audience. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Steve, I love you. <laughs> um, hear that everywhere <laughs> I go. I think I actually yelled that too. Really I'm just trying. So it was you. I'm just trying to find the name. <laughs> so, of the so who would have been uh, the Simon Cowell of the uh, panels? Well, that's what I was just going to say. Is uh, they, they get. A- <laughs> I hate it. I actually heard at one point Russell like did oh what was it a guy did like some freestyle kind of like dancing and it was like almost b-boy style but he didn't get too down and dirty like he didn't get on the ground too much he was just like kind of out in the audience and he was was, what it reminded me of was like the few occasions recently where I've actually had a weekend off and I'm like listening to dance music and like able to like have a few drinks and like get out on the dance floor just bust loose that's what he did in front of everybody for his talent (laughs) nice and Russell literally was first judge up and he's like 
what the hell was that? <laughs> and by that, I mean, what style of dance was that? Because right? he's just like, that was pretty much just you going nuts. So, is that one of that's the guy like that was like, in, like there's one person, I was down there play all, all Sunday, and like there's one guy like in the middle of like the fucking courtyard there, just. Beatboxing around a fucking really? a best, like a volleyball. Him. He reminded me of Dancing Dan from from Edmonton. You know about Dancing Dan? No. He's a guy who uh, most often he's found by West Edmonton Mall, like along one of the the main drags right near there, just dancing. Like he's got headphones just, on, he's got his iPod, and wow, he's just dancing, eh? and he just dances for traffic, right? And he gets honks, and he's got wow. this following and everything. And uh, he actually it, it came to a head a couple years ago because he was in Leduc, not in Edmonton proper, and he was doing the same thing that he always does. He's oh, just dancing, that's amazing, for, dancing for traffic, and uh, then some unsure individual called the cops on him. And he actually got a <laughs> oh ticket. God. For disturbing the peace, and really? an Edmonton radio fixed. station was just like paid. You wow. are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Right? Yeah. Nice. That's, that's amazing. Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. That's well, see, that's art, man. Like, yeah. like, like, like it or not, like people that just do it for the sheer love of it. Like, yeah, you know. I hate the the downers too. Like, guys, really the haters. Like, disturbing. Like, why is he dancing there? I should probably call the police. Like, yeah. well, you know, I I think if if you're There's listening to us, some man, that dancing guy, keep it up, keep it up, beautiful dancing man. I'm gonna get him rocking a white podcast shirt when he's doing his little fucking <laughs> and, jigs. Yeah, it, uh, the fact that the cops were called, I think, like. It's going to sound weird, but I think the fact that the cops were called while art was being made is a good sign yeah, of yeah. the art in and How of itself, times right? Yeah. Like, on me exactly, I'm exactly yeah. my point. And, and I mean, he was issued like, a ticket. I think, I think unjustly. Yeah. But I mean, Ashley hasn't been issued a ticket. They've just been like, "Are you sure? You're okay? Are You're you good? okay? Okay, man? good." Right? You're lying on the ground. But the fact that like people are uh, acting so weird that the cops have to be involved in it makes yeah. me so happy because I love the quote, art should disturb the comfortable and comfort the disturbed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you that's just tell them you're making a, a music quote. video and you're good to go. Facebook status. <laughs> the um, <laughs> next one I took up on, on Sunday was Morgue uh, by Francis and I'm gonna Which I've heard like, such rave reviews I'm about. Gonna fuck up your last name. Minky. Uh, that's not even close. I'm Francis was, M. That was in the Keanu Art, Art Gallery, Gallery, which is not a per, like not a live okay. theater space let whatsoever. Me, let me, let me, so I was most curious about that. Let me bring it into you guys about what I saw. Um, I'm in no way an aficionado of of theater. I. I, I know what I like. That's, is that like an affection tornado? I have no idea. I'm an affectionado. <laughs> affectionado. Affectionado. I, I know what I like, but I don't know the finer points of a theater. I I don't know what's considered hard. I don't know what's considered... You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Right, you know okay. what I, mean? I know what I like visually. Uh, you know Morg, what you know. I know what I know. Exactly it. Morg was excellent in the fact that it was Francis by himself playing multiple roles of people and getting... An illusion of uh, a setting just with his voice. That's what made Morg awesome. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have—I didn't have the brain capacity to follow the story. I didn't know what was going on totally. Uh, so that's why I d- I'm not going to sit there and say it was the most amazing thing that I saw mm-hmm. because I, I couldn't follow it that well. Whether he was going too fast, whether I was just tired, wh- I don't know why, but I couldn't follow the story very well. But the fact that he went on for about 45 minutes of himself playing multiple roles in front of this very, very intimate setting, doing sound effects, doing voices of different characters, was... You talk performance, this was 
performance and it's very wholeheartedly definition that's what made it so good like I said I can't tell you what the story was I I don't know I I couldn't follow it that well but it was very good in his performance wise that it had to have seemed impossible of what he did so I'll give him all kinds of credit in the world for that but as far as seeing the best thing at Interplay I'll object to that because to me uh, it was Cloaks and and, and, uh, Barefoot Nightgown that to me, that was it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But Francis did amazing work on his own. What but. I would say, I, I didn't see it, but what I would say is that it, my impression it's the come from behind victory of Interplay. What do you mean? Because I just mean like it was like unexpected at how yes. how much of an impact that it especially would have. the setting. Like you're down in a fucking dwelling. The music was incredible, man. It had this this fucking tone. Have you felt like you were in a fucking morgue, right? Yeah. And, and to me, like that was that was really cool. The setting was like awesome. It was definitely that's different. A perfect place for. Oh yeah, and he's right in front of you. Like he's actually like literally two feet from me. I got spit on. Wow. Wow. Cool. I'm not washing his face everywhere. And that and that was before the show. <laughs> oh, friends, yeah. <laughs> That was just my way oh, there. Francis, I love it. <laughs> the, uh, so a lot of people are talking about how well it was. I definitely don't want to take anything from it. I just couldn't follow the story for whatever reason it was. But his performance was incredible. That's all I'm going to say about that one. Uh, well done, Francis. Very well done. Um, I went and seen Mac Attack. Now, this one... Oh, boy. I hope you're listening. Okay. Mac Attack started, I think it was Winter Play, or maybe a bit before. It was Winter Play It was Winter Play. It was Winter Play. It was Winter Play 2012? Mm-hmm. I just read it in the book. It, you know, was, it was the only, I mean... <laughs> what I gathered... Uh, Barefoot had been performed elsewhere, but it was the only, like, Fort McMurray right. recurring play right. in Interplay, yeah. The, uh, so what I gathered, I didn't see it until this year, but I know Brody was in it, Beamish was actually acting in it, too. Beamish wrote it, and I heard so many good things about it. Literally, I heard, like, I'll give you a quick rundown But of, is it good things like Hometown the Musical good things? Hang or? on, let me, I'll, okay. I'll explain it all, Sorry, right? Sorry, I didn't say that. Be, Michael B. Okay, this is off of Teresa's blog, and it's one of the things I've read about what this play was all about. Michael Beamish's own Mac Attack, starring Michael and fellow actor Ian Stockley. Uh, now, Mac Attack is very different. Uh, basically, it's very much about the modern world and conspiracy theories, the end of the world, nuclear warfare, and the Illuminati. Um, I can go into a large description of what Teresa wrote, uh, read it for yourselves, but what I got out of it, and what I've always told what the play was about, was about two people that worked on site that kind of took what they read on the internet too literally, and they thought the world was ending from what they read on conspiracy theories on the internet. Hilarity ensues. Sounded excellent, sounded awesome, I heard it was intense, great, found it was playing an interplay, couldn't fucking wait to go. Now... (laughs) You win. Wow! Oh, I win. I had a few beers beforehand. Yeah. I definitely wasn't feeling no pain. I still am trying to process what the fuck did I watch? <laughs> yeah, it was, really. It was uh, it was Jeff Hoffman was one of the, was one actor, and I, I didn't know the other guy, but I, I love watching Jeff. Uh, and the other guy too was good. I can't remember your name. I'm sorry, but they were excellent actors, and I can watch them in anything. They were incredible. But the story was about two friends, same play, same Mac attack, same fucking mm-hmm. poster. The story was about one friend getting married and the other friend being gay wanting him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that what okay. the actual atomic bomb was? I don't know. Like I have no idea. That's weird because that just uh, they I mean, mentioned it like, once. It li- okay, it literally says first shown at the 2012 Winter Play Festival. Mac Attack revolves around two men, the only two people in the entire world that survived an atomic war. The two men who survived are both from Fort McMurray and spend their days in a bomb shelter, brainstorming how to rebuild society. Nothing to do with that, really, because that's what I kept telling people it was about. Nothing to do with that at that- all. 
literally one guy was getting married to his girlfriend, the other which was called Steph, and the other guy <laughs> didn't like it, so he kept saying Steph's a whore, Steph's this, 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 and then at the end, fucking wanted him because he had feelings for him since they were naked and fucking when they were sixteen years old. It, wow! It, it turned into a gay romance story, and I got nothing <laughs> against that. It was a good, gay cowboys it, eating pudding. It, it was a good, <laughs> yeah. They were going to a fishing trip in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a good fucking play. It was just a one eighty from what I was expecting. Yeah. And to me, that takes you completely out of the fucking yeah. moment. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love twists. I love turns. Yeah. But holy shit, like, that's not what I was expecting. Like, yeah. That's not to what do, you went Nothing to, to do with that. With yeah. I didn't even read that that's, description. Uh, nothing to do with it's it. It's kind of like The Watchmen. A lot of people assume it's going to be an action, and then when they see that it's a drama, a lot of people are turned off by that. But I was expecting... I was expecting the drama, and I love that movie. But I, that it, it's, it's kind really? of you consider it a Watchmen a drama? Oh, absolutely! I, I, would, I would say so. It's, it's totally a drama. I wouldn't yeah. say action, yeah. but it wasn't. There was like That's barely close. any action. Yeah, I know. I, just, I love that last scene. Oh yeah, the last scene is. I love sweet. Rorschach. You tell the truth. You're just like, you tell the truth no matter yeah. what. Yeah, I love that. But uh, what what is his line? It was uh, no compromise yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Kiwi Land, though. What's that? Was a there was a Kiwi performer. Yeah, hey? there was a girl who promise brought her, and promise brought her show from New Zealand, which is uh, a musical, which is taking lines directly from um, Jane Austen. Yeah, exactly, Jane yeah. Austen. And so, like, it's in the same vein. It's about Pride and Prejudice sens- sensibility. It's called Promise and Promiscuity. And so, she made a musical based on. I like, never got to see it. Jane Austen stuff. Uh, and again, I, I didn't get to see this. I also Austin didn't get to see Matthew like Harvey as Danger Man. Which I heard good hilarious. things about Danger Man. Uh, Dylan actually uh, gave some good comments on Danger Man. But I never got to see promise and promiscuity, and I'm just like, and that's the thing with interplay. And I you can't believe, do it all. No, and I believe. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so I never got to see promise. Uh, no, as I was going to say, uh, Alan Roberts said it best during the opening ceremonies, uh, right before our first end of the film festival. Uh, he said, "You start your planning now because you won't be able to see everything." And he was 100 percent mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and that's what I think. Uh, events with Buffalo strive for it and that's what you should strive for is you need to make people get a choice and you need to have so much content where people need to plan out their fucking well, festival and to, which to, people did this year to that one girl that I saw I was like there's nothing to do at Interplay I'm like there was themed stuff to do at Interplay you bring in your family your young kids there's stuff to do at Interplay you're just yeah. going with adults there's stuff to do at Interplay you're only into music there's stuff to do at Interplay yeah. like it's unreal. Dance Animal was there. The Amusionists, Mary Lambert for the kids. Yuck Yuck's comedy was in town with uh, Carrie Unger and uh, Keith Sarnowski. Uh, Keith Sarnowski is from Edmonton. And uh, Carrie Unger is of like Just for Laughs Festival as well as Comedy Now fame. Which like, we had some amazing stand up comedy in town. Uh, another fucking local play, in my opinion. Global circus acts. Oh yeah, had, uh, Circle uh, Loco. Yeah, Circle Loco. We also They're had really uh, Karen Savoie's Dance Academy's group doing some uh, amazing performances. The um, like, it was just unreal. Justin Bennett, which like is from belly dancing or something, sounds pretty weird. Justin Bennett, which is from Fort McMurray, he now li- or he was in England for a stint. And now he's in Toronto. He had Addition, a unconventional love story, which mm-hmm. I unfortunately missed out, but I heard was really really good. So I heard very it was kudos. incredible. Actually, yeah. people were coming out of that just astounded. <laughs> no, it's very kudos. Don't don't let the like. I, I realized that a lot of the performances and uh, even some of the, the musical acts on stage, the audience wasn't quite the numbers that you know they, they they deserve. Yeah, but don't let those crowds fool you because the the talent, the quality, the level of like entertainment and value in every single one of the acts and in interplay is astounding. No, like uh, Black Cloaks and even. Um Barefoot. I was going to keep calling. I want to keep calling them homegrown for some fucking reason. Uh, barefoot and uh, uh, Black Cloaks uh, were 
I came. I went on the last performance days, and like the recital is about half full, and they were saying that like those numbers were greatly increased from their first showings, and they got like more showings strictly by word of mouth. Like Nolan's show was about a quarter of what the other show was, and I believe I believe wholeheartedly it's because of what everyone said after the first showing. Maybe go and see it. Right? If the word of mouth works that well, maybe maybe events with Buffalo should look at a week prior to Interplay starting, where each of those plays shows. Yeah, a little preview, like, like, like a, a dress rehearsal yes. at a cheaper price. No, go to call. Maybe I don't yeah. know. No, uh, oh, look yeah. into it, David Whitelock, because I know you listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> He does actually. <laughs> He's saying how funny our last podcast was. And oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the um, not funny anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's real. <laughs> that's real life shit right there. Uh, I've had ramen. I've had. But beer. no, Sorry, like Dave. to me, uh, interplay this year was really good on the local aspects, right? Mm. Uh, Justin Bennett, consider him local or not. He's born in Fort Mac. Great stuff. Nolan Hawkness, you can't get more local, more local than him. Misty from Estevan. From Estevan, Saskatchewan. That's local, baby. But it's true. But it's true. But uh, Misty, even though she was doing a play that was written by someone else, she basically designed this play, uh, this version of it from, from the ground, award from, from the ground up. Amazing stuff. They had the Westwood Improv Team, fucking high school as, guys, as usual. Yeah, and, that's rights, and this is awesome. Great shit. connection between like local school and like community events. Hell yes. Yeah. This is one of the things that uh, I know Russell Thomas. Hopefully, he's listening. Uh, and one of the things I know is in his mandate as the Arts Council is to have that fucking track, right? From elementary school to high school, high school to fucking college, all with nourishment. The, nourishment for, in this community where you don't have to be like a Jen Lynch where you got to go to Vancouver to get your school in. I mean, it's always there, right? But if you want to be able to get your, your education in the field, you can do it right here in Fort Mac yep. and well, be able and to expose yourself to this Moving stuff. is just not an option for some people. Or that right? too, right? I don't want to say, oh, Jen Lynch, you shouldn't have fucking moved. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying well, you should some go. people lead a life where they can't leave. I mean, it's yeah. not... If you have the ability to do it here and yeah. you want to stay. Right? It's not sustaining yet and uh, that's what makes the Art Council so exciting is the art life here is going to be a little bit more sustained for us. Like mm-hmm. I've talked to Russell about a few projects that I want to be working on in the future and stuff and like the support is amazing. Yeah. No, like, absolutely. it's right there. The, uh, so... I guess some, we're going to some final thoughts. We kind of were all over the map with this one. I didn't even <laughs> As always. It, it was, to me, this was definitely, in recent memory, one of the best interplays. It was, and it was besides awesome. our events doing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I really, like, like, I looked at the grounds or whatever, but I wasn't there. Well, like, it's, I didn't you attend. work some days, you, you know what I mean? It's... Well, and I mean, um, we're a shift working town. Unless you do a fucking month long festival, it's 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 sort of ten days long, right? Like, there's yeah. gonna you're not gonna be able to go every single I mean, day of it, right? Five out of the ten days are actual stuff, but yeah. Well, I think the official count is eight out of the ten. Is it <laughs> actually had events, oh, but no. I, well, legitimately, I like it's ten days of festival one of, and one day. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's well, Russell Thomas had the a entire good festival thing. kind of blurred into one day for me. Well, yeah, like uh, I know we talked about it before. Uh, I keep talking about like his different podcasts, but it's all going to be fucking one. Uh, like my film festival was sheer blurred because I was working during it, and I think I posted the stats on my Facebook where like out of the seventy-two hours that was the Interplay Film Festival, like I was working for like I only mm-hmm. slept for nine of them. I was working fifty-two. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's, it's weird how that works out. But Russell did a pretty cool thing on his Facebook where he was talking about how many hours did people spend at Interplay. He wanted to total them all up, right? And oh man, Russell, Jeff Hoffman was up Russell at like fucking a hundred. Were at interplay oh, they for were like fourteen shifts, hours, man. I yeah. Think. Oh yeah. One day they Dylan were there got for to see everything. Hours, That's yeah. really how it's done. Yeah. Right. Like he got to, he got to experience. Gates everything. open to gates closed. We need to closed, get that yeah. kid. All right. The uh, so final thoughts of the interplay. 
DB, start us off. Just all my final thoughts are is that like Interplay is such an awesome event here in, in Fort McMurray. If you're from here or you're new to the region, like get get used to it and and don't just expect it to fucking cater to everything that you have on the go and your exact no lifestyle. No festival ever does it's, it. Exactly. No festival is going to do that. You have to enjoy what the festival is offering you, and there's so much. Legitimately, I had a moment today where like I had to like get up from my desk and like walk for a minute because I was so upset at that comment that there was nothing to do in interplay <laughs> and like where was well, this I at because well. I, I want to troll I, I just I want to I'm not, I'm not even, I had a girl I, on my I'll Facebook later, timeline who but, was like who was like is it just me or is interplay really dull this year and I wanted to fucking pile drive her face in that's why I made the, I, I made my post yesterday because I knew it was going to happen Maybe today make it and, I, and I didn't get to see any because I, I guess I didn't focus that much like, but I was like I'm going to fucking challenge every complaint this year but it was well to me it was one of the better years it well was fucking really done. well yeah. it was really well done and kudos to the uh, events with Buffalo staff and their contractors yeah, and like amazing. there were very few hiccups there was like thanks to the donut and pop Popcorn guy, oh, PS, God, for donating yeah. like a giant ass to bag us, yeah. of popcorn. On Sunday, I'm so yeah. sick of popcorn already. And like, <laughs> I was, I I was like, one guys. night. Who yeah. knows? And then we had a random guy, the, the pepperoni guy. He's just like, hey man, I've got all this pepperoni. Can I like sell it to the people? Yes. And we're like, fuck please yes. make yeah. our audience please happy. Please, please yeah. go give our audience beef. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was spicy us. beef for all. <laughs> yeah, but final thoughts wrapped up. It was another great year to play as always like yeah there's a couple things that could use a thing or two there's a couple things that ex- exceeded expectations like it's awesome it's all awesome and all I have to say is get involved in interplay like there's so many ways to get involved you could go watch shows for free if you volunteered there was this year they brought in busking in a big way which I kind of think was an answer to not having as many street performers they wanted some people out there yeah. but I mean it was still awesome that, that should just be something that goes on in interplay every year yeah. get the buskers involved and uh, there was great uh, great content for the kids for the adults only for everybody in between great music again I uh, got hit on by the tribute Agnetha from the tribute Abed band behind stage. And well, that sounds like a story. Why are you saving that till the end? And, uh, final thoughts. It was awesome. Get involved in Interplay next year. That's Were it. you the beauty of the audience? Apparently. Apparently. Oh, Ash, for uh, your outside looking in, I guess. It looked like fun. I wish I, I was cursing my job. The whole time, like everyone. watching, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I mean, everyone, not yeah. that I go on Facebook at work, but I was totally <laughs> like, "Fuck!" Every time I saw like someone doing something awesome, and yeah, like sucks to not be able to go. But like, it honestly looked like they stepped up a huge amount from. You're there the first uh, weekend, though, the whole time. Oh yeah, the first weekend. Yeah, fucking a, that was awesome. We rocked the shit out of that fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yes, it was lovely. Now I need to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, this was my, um, technically my second interplay I went to. I went to the one last year, but uh, I didn't really get to see very much uh, because I kind of caught it at the end. But uh, I really liked it this year, and uh, I'm definitely going to get more involved next year. I'm going to be submitting some more uh, films, whether they be maybe short films next year or uh, another entry to the 48 hour. It was uh, it was a great time, and uh I hope that uh, everyone that came out had a good, as as good a time as I did. Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> My final thoughts. Um, it, every year, I try to go down and, and and take it as much as I can. Um, 
That's I've, what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this year I got to do more than what I've done in the past. I, I really made a point to, to see in the plays. I really wanted to check out the plays. A, uh, I want to be entertained. I want to see what these guys... Uh, I want to see what my friends put their effort and time into because they come out and support our shit. I really wanted to go out and support them and, and I absolutely loved watching it. And I had the opportunity to. The biggest thing is I always want to, but sometimes the opportunity, most times the opportunity doesn't present itself. It did this year and I, I really wanted to check it out. Love it, I did. Got to see some amazing work uh, and they just don't happen to be works from people I know. So that just makes it ten times better. Um, so as a, as a as an attendee, absolutely incredible. Well done uh, to Events of Buffalo. As a part, I don't know what you call us, organizer or artist. Organizer, yeah. Uh, uh, Organizing artist. I think I speak for, (laughs) I got two out of the five, or I got, there's three out of the five fucking founding members here, and I think I can speak for everybody, where uh, we had an absolute fucking blast. Mm -hmm. Organizing the film festival. She's just very tired today. (laughs) (laughs) Organizing the film festival. Netflix, Steve, well done. You took the reins on that one. Well fucking done. Uh, it, it, all I of it was absolutely I incredible. I printed the Pusheen popcorn sun. <laughs> we all, we all can do. We all did our part. We all, whatever, whoever takes the reins on a project, all five of us are in. Whether it's just support or, or simply as printing off a fucking poster or to slinging fucking popcorn and pop. Uh, the five of us, and, and even people like Matt, fucking Richard, everyone, Mike. Big kudos to Mike. Thank you very much for yeah. Yeah. the help big at the time. interplay or at the at Richard the and Dilbar were helping out. Richard yeah. Dilbar, fucking Matt. Matt, Andrew, uh, everyone's the been film bro. association's really starting to pull together. Yes, it's, absolutely. It's so exciting to see. Absolutely. And like I said, there was literally magic in the air uh, when you sit there and you look at a screen under a fucking starry night uh, with a bunch of shooting stars and you yeah. just, you're watching a fucking outdoor movie with all your friends. Yeah. Uh, so on behalf of everyone at the YMMFMA events of Buffalo, thank you for giving us the chance this year to play with you guys. Uh, we had an absolute oh. <laughs> fucking Sorry. blast, I like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Damn sure. Oh yeah. So, on behalf of uh, Tito uh, for this week's edition of the YMM podcast, uh, I'm Totsky. I'm Steve. I'm Ashcake. And I'm Matt. And we'll see you next time. Woo! YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck.